This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, Halflings! It's me, Jasper William Cartwright, and I am joined today by... Hi, it's me, Liv. I genuinely didn't... Okay. Hi, I'm Liv! Uh, you can call me Liv. I'm Hi, Liv. it's me, There was Liv. so much panic, you were like, hi. hi. Oh, it was in a different maybe? voice than I've it's heard like, you use. Maybe? Hi. Hello, It's students. like people think... People are like, oh, wow. Liver a snipe. We're also not recording. I have like upload paused on mine. Oh, we are recording. We are. We are. We just paused the recording so that the video the upload. Okay, mine's still paused. I have to shut down my computer immediately after we stop. Just so you know. Well, just don't. I was like, I was like, why? It's a moral imperative for me. I just have to shut it down. Oh, it's. You know what? Well, 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 well. Hi, I'm Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy Cobb. I would love it if we could restart because people probably think I'm doing the stupid thing for the bit. I'm not. Every time I forget, I want to be better. I think that was great. I think that was some quality recording. I didn't even right say now. my name. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even think we got through. Hello. I, I think the, this needs to stay in as well. It's all fake GPD intro. It's me, Jasper William Cartwright, and I am joined today by... And then I try to shoot Kevin Costner. This is the wrong dungeon and the wrong dragon. Full Prince vibe? Woof. <laughs> this makes them even more black. It does have an alligator with a pistol in it, though. The brand new yeah. On a nat 20. No! And I love it. <laughs> We're about to get into something real big now. Hi, my name's Liv, but you can call me Liv Candy. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> like I said, this whole thing, you can't every, ask us every to do mistake. It again. You can't ask us to do every it again. mistake. <laughs> we need to keep the whole. <laughs> if you're then going to forget your name. The worst part is, you, I, my, like my a, name is Liv, but you can call I said me Liv Kennedy. <laughs> I was like, nailed it. <laughs> No. Hi, I'm Liv Kennedy, but you can call me Liv. Uh... <laughs> and as I said before, I'm Jeremy. No. And... <laughs> but Joe from Raw and Order Jeremy calls me who? Jeremy Throb. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yes. Spicy. Oh as in heart throb, That's maybe? That's a spicy one. Maybe. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, maybe that's exactly where me and Liv went. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, throbbing mm-hmm. with love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Batman and throbbing. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Thank you for that. I, uh, I'm, I'm quite actually quite pleased. Someone uh, on, uh, I, we did a little mailbag episode. Yeah. 
last week uh and i noticed that one of the questions i didn't get to which i'd like to answer now which is uh, does jasper suck in like a whole balloon of, of helium <laughs> before doing uh the intro because it seems to get higher and higher every time now i must confess i am actually very very pleased because i just managed not one but two intro uh hello did. and both of them were actually mm -hmm. okay because i'm still recovering mm -hmm. from being ill mm -hmm. with the vid mm -hmm. uh and i genuinely was concerned that the, the hello was not going to happen, that it wasn't going to come out. Was it just going to be uh, a hello? I made you do it I've twice. I've sweating about it. The turtle. Hmm? You know like the turtle when they do the little... Ah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> that turtle's throbbing. Oh, oh wow. Wild. Uh, absolutely wild. <laughs> Uh, I didn't bring up throwing. You know again. when turtles make that sound, it. Jasper? <laughs> I now know, and I wish exactly. I is it when? Is this the whole like foxes scream when they're banging thing? Like, is that... yeah, yeah. Except turtles give out like yeah. a contented, enthusiastic sigh. Aww. That's much nicer. It's very I think cute. That's quite nice. It is nicer than the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like oh, somebody's having a good it's night. Truly quite a lot about it Foxes are truly quite a lot. Oh wow! But uh, mm. what? I, yeah, they they're always fine. Did you know that the sound of for the Velociraptors, at least in the first Jurassic Park movies, I can't speak for like the Jurassic World ones, uh, was taken from the sound mm. of Galapagos tortoises mating, the sounds that they make. Oh wow! Yeah, no, really, that kind of like yeah. barking sound. I think that's what that. Whoa. Sounds like if you magnify it, <laughs> like if you magnify the oh, creature whoa. making it. Uh, I think that's. I mean, what? Why did they choose that sound to take and and like and mess with for for the sound? Why in know. particular? That I think sound? they probably just had a database. I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a maybe. It's an effective yeah. sound. It's an effective sound. It's, do you know what I mean? It's got to work. I'm going to say it's got to work. Yeah. But speaking of old things. I, no, I get it. Yeah, I get that. it. I'm How's with that? you. No? Speaking of turtles, yeah, you're trying to say where we're going. What is it? Speaking of <laughs> uh, speaking of turtles, uh, no. Well, speaking of old things, uh, we would like to thank uh, our sponsor for this week. That's right. We got a baked in Whoa. sponsor. They're right here. They're here the whole time. Uh, big shout out to our friends at D and D in a Castle for sponsoring this episode of Three Black Halflings. Uh, if you don't know about D and D the Castle, then where have you been? Uh, D and D the Castle is a an incredible Dungeons and Dragons experience that you can have. That's right, you, the listener, whoever is listening to this right now, uh, is an experience where you can come and play D and D the Castle uh, in England in a stately home slash castle. <laughs> Definitely a castle. Uh, quite an impressive one. I think the ones that are, uh, the ones that are well, they've got like a stately home vibe on the inside. Do you know no. what I mean? They don't like they don't. You don't walk in and they don't look like uh like dungeon -y yeah. type you know there's like they what? look lavish and old they and, look you know, great they, they look pretty, were, it looks like what you might imagine a castle looked like when people lived there gotcha but people actually yes. lived in it yeah as opposed to being chained up yes. in the bottom of it yeah cool. i think that's basically the that's what i'm trying to say mm. um and uh, and not only that but all the people that will be there will be a mixture of very world famous dungeons and dragons players and dms it kind of feels a bit like a little festival of dungeons and dragons it's very mm -hmm. very fun it's a very collective assortment of some amazing people i believe uh, all of the rounds this year are happening in lumley castle in newcastle myself and jeremy were there for one of the i think it, might have been it was the, the yeah we were there round for the first one in three years um, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and it is it is an incredible castle. The grounds are beautiful. We had many a, a walk through mm-hmm. the grounds, uh, well, as we discussed how we would uh, potentially TPK our party uh, <laughs> during the next session. They escaped, um, and so yes. Uh, they did. They did escape. Um, but we wanted to say, uh, uh, yeah, huge shout out to D&D The Castle and to encourage you to go and check out uh, D&D The Castle's website. All of the details will be in the de- uh, in the description, mm. sorry, uh, below for this episode. Uh, Jeremy, what, uh, if any, were your main takeaways from round one? And uh, why don't you tell people uh, who they might expect to see at some upcoming Ooh, uh, yes. D&D The Castle? Well, uh, I had a wonderful time just getting to hang out with a bunch of people who all share a love of Dungeons and Dragons and who are all just genuinely really happy and excited to be there. You have people swapping stories about different games. There's sometimes people trying to form strategies during like lunch breaks for what they're going to do when they come back. Oh and asking God. other DMs like mm-hmm. little tips about like it's like will this work? And me and us being as DM like yeah I think that'll work. Your DM will hate <laughs> us for saying that, but yeah I think yeah. it'll Have work. Have you tried <laughs> uh, conjure woodland beings? Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, it was really really fun, and it was great also to get to meet all of these dungeon masters, many of whom I had watched mm-hmm. on YouTube or or listened to or played with virtually. Uh, in the case of Dice Cream Sandwich, our buddy yeah. uh, Kevin from Dice Cream Sandwich, uh, we. We yeah, it was yeah, so much name. fun. Like it was really, really cool. Uh, I was like going in. I was like, I don't know what this is going to be like, but it it was just like it was like a yeah. really nice, like warm party. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, and I, I would say like a truly epic experience yes. as well. By the end, uh, if you haven't checked out the episode where me and Jeremy uh, uh, talked a little bit about it, uh, you should definitely do that. But uh, yeah, it's it was mm. such a blast. Uh, who's going to be at the oh. later rounds, uh, Jeremy? <laughs> well, Why don't you tell us? I'm glad you asked because Travis <laughs> and I did not see this one coming. Clint McElroy from the Adventure Zone oh are coming to DM in round six and seven. Now, I know Travis has DM'd a whole bunch. Wild. I I may have missed it, but I've literally never heard of Clint DMing. So this is really exciting. Yeah, Clint's DMed, yeah. Uh, really? When did, yeah. Which one did he DM? Oh, Clint has the end of a few one shots, I think, and oh. I think he might have done. He might have done the Monster of the Week campaign they did, or maybe I'm making that up. Let me know. I don't know. I just know that, like, I know that the Let main ones who seem to DM for that show are <laughs> Travis and Griffin. So I was like, "Whoa, Clint's gonna be there! Oh, that's so cool!" Um, they are gonna be there for round six and seven, uh, which I believe are taking place mm-hmm. in October. Uh, there's yes, there's October, Jason yep. Carl, the DM of. L.A. by Night, uh, a veteran of the TTRPG industry who's worked on Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons 3rd Edition, Vampire the Masquerade, and a whole coterie, I probably mispronounced that, of World of Darkness books. Uh, He's also, as we said, the game master and host of L.A. by Night, which is a a Vampire the Masquerade streaming chronicle on Twitch and YouTube. I think that is the show, actually, that Brennan Lee Mulligan guested on, unless I'm mistaken. Um, Ah, Yes, and I think Erica Ishii might be a regular player on there as well. I might be misremembering, but uh, also Gabe Hicks is going to be there. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. I just got to play with Gabe Hicks over on Transplaner. Great, uh, yes. great, great guy. Uh, and um, he was there, I think, for, for round two, and he's, I guess, going to be there again come probably uh, the September mm-hmm, rounds, again. I'm guessing. Uh, uh, they are very, very excited, uh, psyched that uh, it is coming. He, If you're not familiar with Gabe Hicks, uh, go watch uh, Scream Week. On, on Dimension 20. Uh, mm-hmm. Go see his Twitter. He's very, very active on Twitter. Uh, I haven't seen the other things that he's in. I just know that he's been around. Are you familiar with uh, other stuff yeah, that he's done, sure. Jasper? 
Uh, well, like I said, you can go check me and Gabe in action uh, over on Transplaner right now. It's a very, very fun uh, interlude episode. Oops, all guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a great place to check out Gabe and all the things mm. that Gabe does. Uh, I also think our buddy uh, uh, Mark yes, he is, is going to be there, uh, which is very, very uh, cool. And Guy is returning. Uh, I think his table might even be already might even already be sold out. But you can still go and hang out and be around the Humes because trust me, mm. it's worth get it. high on uh, Humes. I love Mark very, very much. <laughs> Get high on those. Uh, Guy Sklanders of How to Be a GM is returning. Uh, he just booked in for round six yes. and eight, which is in October. Both of those are in October. And uh, this is a direct quote. Thank you, Paul. It looks like Mir's back on our menu, boys. Uh, Mark Mir <laughs> was sold out, but has added new dates. Mark Mir, the voice of Commander Shepard, the male Commander Shepard from the Mass oh. Effect series, and just a mm. really nice guy. Mm. Uh, like, I didn't know. <laughs> I kind of want a book, honestly. I I want a book onto Mark Mir's table. <laughs> like I am like I didn't know who he was, but I was like stand. I was like, who's this Matt Mercer looking guy? And I was standing next to him, and he just yeah. struck up a conversation with me. And I was like, oh, what a friendly man! What a great voice he has! And I had no idea. <laughs> what a great voice! Oh, yeah. And then you're like, I've yeah. When he was like, oh, I'm the voice of Commander Shepard. I was like, oh my god, I have. But I have played so much and heard so much of your voice. <laughs> um, so yes, a truly epic ensemble of people are going to be at D&D in the Castle. Like I said, the link uh, will be in the description below. So please check that out. You can register right now uh, if you want to be at the table of one of those incredible uh, DMs that I have just mentioned, including, hopefully, potentially, if we can work out some dates. Yeah. Us. Hello. Uh, we are Possibly looking all three at, of us uh, at returning... Uh, yeah. exa- yes, absolutely. Uh, we're looking at returning to the castle uh, potentially for some of the mm-hmm. October dates. Uh, so uh, let definitely uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. So uh, wrap that up by saying thank you so much to our friends at Dean in the Castle. Thank you very much for sponsoring this episode of Three Black Halflings. And uh, go check out the link in the description below. Ooh. But now, let us continue forwards into the multiverse. Oh, here we go. Uh, as we are going to be talking about the uh, one of the newest releases. It is releases. the newest release. Uh, the, from, it just it came is the out last release, week. At the time of recording. Oh, um, oh wow, yeah. Uh, from uh, Wizards of the Coast, which is Mordenkainen's Monsters of the Multiverse, <laughs> which comes with some pretty hefty rules changes yeah. uh, to some of our favorite races and lineages. So we thought it'd be good for us to dive into some of this stuff and talk about all the different things. Um, top line thought from me feels a little bit Tashery again, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm here for it. I, I uh, was a big fan of Tashes and the customization that it gave to the players uh, to play some of their favorite races, and I... I'm absolutely here for this. Uh, I think this is this is, goes even further in giving us uh, and actually fixing some of my favorite uh, races. I might dabble uh, uh, back uh, in in that pool, if you will. Uh, but we'll get onto some of those a little bit later. Um, so we have a little list here of some of the main changes that are going to happen. Uh, Liv, maybe do you want to talk a little bit about uh, some of the some of the, 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 fir- the first few changes? I don't know if you've got the the list up there should we give credit um, to who um, made this I... change uh because this is on this yes. is on uh, oh, yes, reddit sure. right this is a reddit article yes or post this I guess. Is a reddit mm, article. yes yeah the reddit article uh jasper i don't have it uh did oh, you it's in the chat. are you sure oh. you apologies it's in, the... it's in the chat for riverside it's in the apologies. riverside chat i was looking it's at it on a different chat 
Why, yeah. don't you, why don't you kick us off, yes, Jeremy? Please, and then, for love of God, Jeremy. Uh, okay, we'll so this is by uh, this is <laughs> a, a Reddit post by King Jackal. Jackal spelled with a with an E instead of an A at the end. Uh, and uh, this is a list specifically Jackal. of uh, specifically of racial changes. There are actually rules changes as far as monsters go uh, in regards to spell casting, which a lot of people are talking about. But these we're focusing right now on the races. Uh, so basically, sub races no longer exist. Uh, the the sub races that things that were sub races are now either in their own stat block that happen to fit under. Mm-hmm. Like an overall banner. So, for example, Duergar Dwarves, Deep Gnomes, uh, Eladrin are all stat blocks in this particular uh, in this particular book. But they are still classified as like Eladrin are a kind of elf. Uh, Deep Gnomes are a kind of gnome, and uh, Duergar are a type of dwarves. Um, they have, or or the other option is that they have been combined into a single race uh, with customizable traits. Uh, so you'll still have like the same options you had before. Uh, the Janassi, uh, I believe, are all separate races at this point. I don't even think, cause, uh, okay. but um, Asimar is one race, and then you can customize it. And and I believe Shifter is now one race, and you can customize it. But all the options still exist. Mm-hmm. It's just not like pick a sub race. Uh, we have tossed out the word sub race essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it seems like a this seems like a nice positive step. I think, uh, yeah, I've, a lot of the language, but around like races, and we've always said we've said before that we much prefer like the term lineages and things mm-hmm. like that. It just seems a lot more uh, appropriate when we're talking about you know randomly fancy races. It seems odd to get into like the idea of mixed race and all. It's yeah. just a slightly yeah it's a slippery it's just, slope. I think it's yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. It feels like a slippery slope to somewhere a little racist. So uh, that's that's this is this is good change. Um, and uh, ability scores are just. Uh, away with these permanent ability scores, uh, say Morden Kynans, um, because it, much like Tasha gave you the option of changing your ability scores, Morden Kynans is just like, hey, just pick two, pick one that uh, gets a plus two, pick one that has a plus mm-hmm. one, or D- pick three that like, have one. Great. There's no. Mm. Or pick three that have one. So uh, instead yeah. of giving the um, instead of giving like set uh, things for each uh, uh, race lineage etc., uh, it is now just saying, hey, why don't you just go ahead and pick whatever the hell it is that you want? That's like the just the main blanket mm. rule. Now. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, and I again, I, the, the thing is, I know that these seems like very small uh, changes, but I always like this. We've said it many times on the show the wizards of the coast these books etc set the precedent for new players coming in and i just like the fact that now as a player you have the full freedom to be like no this is official rules i'm not making it up i don't have to go to my dm and ask mm. for a favor i can just decide i want my kenku to be a mm-hmm. strong boy yeah and that's fine this is, you know this I mean? is that's probably just fine the now. biggest change in the book i would say because yes. certainly the most yeah. controversial yeah. one uh a lot of people mm. interestingly enough a lot of people actually found the prescribed racial traits or prescribed racial ability scores uh useful for introducing new players uh which is something that i Mm. hadn't really considered i support the change i think that since especially since all of these races had existed previously and if you already had those books or characters you still have access to them after this uh in their legacy forms Mm -hmm. uh you can still Mm. use the prescribed ones 
Exactly. Um, yeah. Some people wish that they would have mm. like included suggested ability score increases. Mm. Uh, although the other argument that I've heard is like, if you make them suggested, then those will become the standard and you're basically not really making a change. Yeah. Whereas if Wizards is trying to send yeah. the message that, hey, we are changing our ways uh, and fixing some of these things that mm -hmm. were an issue before, the only real way mm. to do that is to just break with it entirely. Is to do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm wondering like how it's going, how they're going to proceed going forward. Like, are they going to like completely revamp the whole of like the player's handbook and like the dungeon master's guide and stuff? Like, what or is this literally? Are they just kind of leaping, leaving it open to interpretation? Oh no, they are going to change know. it in 2024. They are. They are they, at, okay, at, well, at uh, D and D celebration <laughs> last year, they announced that they're introducing mm -hmm. basically they called it like an evolution of fifth edition. So possibly like a five point okay. five e yeah. in twenty twenty four. Five point five. Five point five kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that will include a new DM guy and a new player's handbook that will include Place. all of the updated <laughs> rules for races. I think it's they're rolling okay. them out in pieces before they hit us with the the final codification. Of all of this, gotcha. yeah, and I think it's it's probably just from a practical point of view. They're probably you know this it, it, this uh, it's so community led all of mm -hmm. this that like they probably want to play test this stuff and have people play test this stuff before they put it in print, which makes a lot of sense, mm -hmm. you know. Um, like if there are slight tweaks and stuff they make to things like this, uh, then then you know they again before they put it in a player's like a brand yeah. new player's handbook, which is going to become the standard for the next like five ten years <laughs> or whatever. They want to make sure that they kind of get it right so that they're not like printing reversions and stuff like that kind of ha are having to do via source like they're kind of doing it in a clever way by doing it via source books mm -hmm. that's effectively what they've been doing with like tasha's with this they're effectively just like reprinting the player's handbook <laughs> and yeah. the dm's guide by introducing like a ton of new rules which realistically are just that you know they'd be they'd be in the player's handbook or they'd be mm -hmm. in the dungeon master's guide really uh it's just that they also you know, which is I completely fair. I wouldn't want to like if I just bought the Dungeon Master's Guide in the Player's Handbook. I wouldn't want them to be like, "Hey, we've got a yeah, that's you know a thing. version six. You know what I mean? Like and that we would should be ridiculous. probably <laughs> say actually, it's very much worth flagging up. Certain source books are now no longer considered canon as a result of this book, oh, right. uh, which is another big mm. source of controversy because people are like, "Hey, I think yeah. Mordenkainen's I, uh, I think Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes is no longer considered canon. Mm -hmm. um, which one?" else where let me see if it says it on the D, D beyond website if i can just find it um yeah oh yes morden kind of some of foes and volo's guide to monsters have both been they're not even selling them anymore yes. you can't buy them i don't think you can buy the oh, physical yeah. books i don't think they're printing the physical books anymore and you can no longer buy them on D, D beyond so if you already had them you will still have access to those and if you already had those books then you will still have access to those but those mm. books are no longer considered canon uh as a result mm. of these changes i mean that kind of it does suck for the people who own the books already and like i you know like and i i know there was like a lot of kind of controversy like when three uh th third edition went to like 3.5 and, and this feels like kind of reminiscent of that just like people are like well i have the old the old stuff and i feel like you've ju only just made these changes i don't know it can be a little bit frustrating but you know hopefully it's gonna pay off yeah you know
I, I, I kind of see that, but at the same time, I'm like, unless you're doing like an adventurers league type situation, mm. like I also just don't see what the, I don't see that there's a huge drawback. Mm. This isn't like a big online, like, like, you know, multiplayer game where if you don't have the latest version of the thing, you can't play it. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? It's like, it's this, all this stuff is still accessible to you. All this stuff you can still play in your home games. Like nothing about your games has to change if you don't want it mm. to, which is kind of where I fall on the 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 whole ability score change and like people being like oh well, there should you know but there should be guides or whatever you can 100 percent either use the guides that previously existed make up your own ones that you feel like are appropriate like if that's the way that you want to play if that's where your players want to play i think you can absolutely do all of that and it's still there it's still accessible to you the idea is it's just we're just making it more accessible for someone else mm. you know what i mean so i'd like i'd question if anyone has like a real like this shouldn't be allowed kind of reaction i'd be like maybe we should yeah. examine this reaction because i think that what you're saying is you just don't want new people to get hold of your mm-hmm. toy you well, know what yeah. i mean i think it's less of, yeah, i sure. think it's more well, about you don't that want your toy like, to be different now uh, because other like you don't want the yeah you don't yeah, want to change I hate the toy. change <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's not but it's your toy is not different the toy that you have in your hands or is on your dnd beyond is not different like let's mm-hmm. clarify your character sheet hasn't changed do you know what i mean like your monster stat blocks probably haven't changed mm-hmm. Uh, your physical copies will not have mm-hmm. changed. So, like your home game will yep. not have changed. Like yeah. it's just it, it's just that other people are now getting a safe like a safer toy. Yeah. It's kind of it feels like it's probably like in the nineties when they probably like realized they were putting lead like paint. I don't know like a bunch of really dangerous yeah, yeah, yeah like totally. lead stuff like lead paint on stuff on toys. They probably just like we're just gonna the same toy. Mm-hmm. We're just not gonna use the stuff yeah. that makes people sick. <laughs> I feel like they used to. I cannot remember what, I mean? what it was, but I feel like they used to sell radioactive toys at one point without realizing it. Like they'd put like probably like, uranium that... and painters. I don't even remember what it was, but it was like something yeah, crazy yeah, that, that feels was like something radioactive <laughs> that caused a lot of problems. Here, at one here point. kids, have your asbestos yeah. balls Yum. or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> that are just like tennis balls made out of asbestos or something. Like <laughs> that could a hundred percent be a thing that was sold in the seventies. Yeah, I think I agree with you, Jasper. And and I, I think ultimately it, that is the point. The takeaway is it's made more accessible to other people. And if you owned those books yourself, first of all, if you have them on D&D Beyond already, then you would you can still use them. You still have access to that content. If you own those books physically, then even if you don't own them on D&D Beyond, if you still want to use that website specifically, just put the racial ability scores where you want them. Like, just say, yeah. like, okay, yeah. fine, my Fearbulg. You can, you can still do yeah, that. Yeah, I think Fearbulgs had strength and wisdom or constitution and wisdom. I think it was strength and mm. wisdom. Just do that again. Like, okay, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. And I, I per- personally, I like, because I, I think this is useful for, for twofold as well, which is that, like, I, ca- I can kind of see a benefit of giving, like, a natural bonus to uh, some of the physical strengths mm. of, like, a particular race, just purely because I think that on... On the whole, Goliaths probably yeah. are going to be stronger than halflings, right? Like, so I think like if this, if I was a DMing and I kind of liked the idea of having some kind of preset ability scores just to help me even mentally, just be like, I kind of know what this race can do. I would be absolutely fine being like, if you're playing a Tabaxi, you you can like one of your ability scores can be in de- in dexterity. If you're playing a Goliath, one of your ability scores can be in strength. But the thing that I think is the, the the best bit about it for me is just getting rid of mental ability scores, like a pre-assigned mental ability scores, mm-hmm. because that is not that won't that's not a racial thing. No, like it just like it, even in fantasy races, maybe the gifts are I. I maybe I'd let because their whole thing is like you know telepathy and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Maybe I'll let you say that they naturally have like an innate you know wisdom boost or I don't know something. Mm-hmm. But even then, it doesn't really you know what I mean. It makes sense. 
So like nobody's naturally, no race is naturally more Mm. charismatic than, than anyone else. Except for cute little octopus boys. They should get like a plus five to Chris. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's the big eyes and guys. all the legs. Puppies. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Big eyes, all the legs, and puppies. They also get a plus five. To oh, the big eyes and all the legs. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long as it's got more than three legs and big eyes, then yeah, plus giant five. squids. That's That's <laughs> <great>. <laughs> giant squids. <laughs> Uh, also, languages change. Uh, you instead learn two uh-huh. languages yes. of your choice of character creation. Uh, that's not a huge change for me. I don't. I, I honestly, languages have rarely uh, come up that much. No one. I literally don't even ever fill out the language thing anymore. <laughs> I'm like, and, and like, I'm it like, I literally, don't, I can't remember the last time I filled out the language thing. I think the only time I maybe ever done it is if it's like a very specific world building mm-hmm. thing where I'll be like, "Is there a lot of this?" And I. Normally, anyway, rule good rule of thumb, just pick undercommon. Like, if you go somewhere seedy, they probably speak in undercommon. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. Or they, That's what they I always do underground, ever, like, they probably doubt. speak undercommon. Yeah. Speak undercommon. Yeah. I always like pick like, like languages I, I, desperately hoping that my, my GM will be like, okay, does anyone speak this? And I'll be like, oh, I speak this, but it mm. never happens. Yes. <laughs> It never happens. It, I think the only ones that you reckon you could I reckon the best ones to pick if you're gonna do that would be undercommon. Draconic, maybe, just because I can imagine a DM being like, and the dragon speaks to you in Draconic, and then people are like, Mm -hmm. I understand that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, shit. (laughs) Or, I don't know, maybe like, but even like a, I was going to say like Abyssal or something. It came up for me recently uh, when I was playing with Blackwater. Shout out to our friends at Blackwater D&D. I I was playing with them recently, and I, I, we were in the elemental plane of fire, and I think because I spoke primordial, I was able to kind of communicate with some of the, the beings that spoke Ignan. Because uh, I didn't speak mm. Ignan, but I did speak, which Ignan is like the fire elemental language, but primordial is yeah. already elemental. So it's kind of like, oh, yeah, we I think we counted it as like related languages, kind of like how uh, some people who can speak Slavic languages can speak their own languages to each other and know what each other are saying, even though they're technically different <laughs> languages. It was kind of like that where I could piece sure, together. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, language. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think my GM allowed that in a in my Icewind Dale campaign as well. Um, yeah, no, I could see how that works. That, like, once again, I have a, a Ganassi, and I'm like, I'm just waiting for the day somebody asks me to speak primordial. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, might not be for a while. Don't worry, Liv. One day I'll run a campaign for you where your language speaking matters. <laughs> where Jeremy actually Thank learns you. primordial and speaks it to you, and then is really confused. <laughs> I will write a language. <laughs> I will write the primordial language and, language and learn it. it. And expect you to know yeah. it. Because uh, you know. said you did Don't on this, this. episode. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I regret it. No, I'm sorry. Um, also, this means that the language and extra language traits have been removed. That means that that races that would gain an extra language no longer do. Mm. Uh, speed, all creatures with a walking speed of 25 feet now have a speed of 30 feet. Also, almost oh. all creatures, well, the only creature that had a speed of anything of 50 feet, which is the Aarakocra, now your flying speed is a 30 feet. Mm. It is equal to your walking speed. Uh, yeah. They've gotten nerfed. Yeah. Those I mean, listen, gotten nerfed I think that have to happen. Let's be honest. Like a 50 yeah. foot flying speed straight off the bat. Like the the, the rogue Aarakocra was you know, that is well. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Liv. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that very <laughs> subtle loss. I appreciated it. <laughs> yeah. I got you. <laughs> it was I didn't even realize you made a joke. Wow. Oh no. Now I, I get I, I, I figured out that you were making okay, a joke. You got it. You got it. Okay. Yeah, I figured it out, but then I was yeah. like, oh, like until you said that there was a I joke, I didn't even realize. I was like, oh, that's funny. And then I and then I was like, oh, that kind of sounds like Baraka. <laughs> <laughs> and then I need a Baraka. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yes, and also um, yes. any additional speeds are now equal to your walking speed. So that means Tabaxi's cli- climbing speed has gone, I think, from twenty to thirty. Oh, okay. uh, and Ooh. possibly, I don't know if anybody else had a speed that wasn't thirty, like an additional speed. But basically, yeah. all the speeds are thirty. Sp- the Tritons had a swimming speed, but I think it was already thirty. Dude, does this mean if I play a Daima ever again that I can just, I can have thirty foot uh, walking speed? Please. Uh, unfortunately, that is an additional supplement. I don't think that's oh, affected yeah, by you. these changes. I <laughs> gonna, do not, I, they did well, not fine, reissue I'm the I'm going to email Alan. <laughs> I'm going to go above you. I'm going to go to the creator <laughs> of that supplement. Oh, <laughs> to the top. Do it. Uh, they actually showed, I, bro, this is a this is a fun little thing. In, in You know, just on the off chance that we might be creating any more Wagadu content soon. I actually spoke chance, yeah. with, uh, I spoke with some of the team. I had a call with them and they showed me the the chart that they use when creating uh, lineages for Wagadu to figure out what traits and how much each trait is worth and stuff. Whoa. And the the walking mm. speed is, I believe, on that list. Whoa. So they're trying when trying to balance uh, lineages in Wagadu, they actually give them specific abilities from that list. Dude, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we need to get cool. hands on that chart before mm, wow. we make our own source books. Yeah. I have it. Oh, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll have to use it sometime. Okay. But uh, yes, certain certain yeah. races now have the option of being medium or small. Not all of them do, but certain mm-hmm. ones do. Uh, any trait that lets you cast a spell now allows you to cast that spell using any spell slots you have, which is huge. Cool. Uh, oh, that means you get, that means you get one free casting of it with your racial ability, and then you then can recast it over oh. and over again through your any actual spell yes. slots you have. Yes, and. And this is crazy. You get to decide whether to use intelligence, wisdom, or charisma as your spellcasting ability for these spells when selecting your race. Ooh. So that means you're no longer set to use, oh, wisdom is your spellcasting ability for this, or intelligence, which means you're now forced mm-hmm. to play a character with high intelligence if that you want that spell to be useful. Now you can, so if you are a spellcaster, yeah. say you are a gif druid you can now pick wisdom to be your spellcasting modifier for all your gift spells whoa i didn't actually read that properly i thought that that was just for racial spell Mm. cast like but that that is what that is and i just hadn't read it it is that's but it just means you can create you can synergize that's huge that's really is that's massive that's absolutely massive because that means as well you don't have to yeah it just means like so am i am i writing in saying so like if you uh so is this for all races you can choose out of the three which one you want to be your mod Mm. like your modifier which one affects the modifier if they have if they have a spell casting ability not every race obviously can cast uh, spells innately but if you do have an innate spell casting yes you can automatically choose when you select the race whether you want intelligence wisdom that's very very cool i absolutely love that Mm -hmm. to synergize that that's very very cool uh, I th- yeah, it makes mm-hmm. it worth it instead of like being like, oh, I guess I kind of have to be this. Like, yeah, if I want to make make, make mm-hmm. use of that in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very cool. And I also just love the fact that you can actually now cast it using your spell slots as well. Because it always confused the hell out of me that like, so I can mm-hmm. cast Disguise Self, but I can't do mm-hmm. it 
No, no, only, no only, only, only with this only tree. Once. You can't use it with oh, your actual like, I have the spell Disguise Self also available to me, but if I want to use it more than once in a day, mm. I've got to take it as a separate spell. And you, it yeah. like, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is what I, I'm enjoying about these changes so far, is they all just feel super logical. Like, the whole yes. speed it, thing. Yeah. It makes you stronger, Yeah, very too. logical. It makes your character Size matter. thing, logical. Like, let's be fair, we've been playtesting this entire game for a while now, <laughs> and I guess this, these... <laughs> yes, almost 10 <laughs> these, years. These are a lot of, like, yeah. obvious stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What's uh, all yeah. traits, they changed all traits that refreshed on a short rest, have uh, will now be used a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus per long rest. So those, some of them got nerfed in terms of, like, how effective they are on each individual use. But because they have increased usage, they it ends up balancing out. So, for example, Fury of the Small yeah. for the Goblins, I believe that was once per mm. short rest before. It was either short mm. or long rest. Now it's – and it did, like, damage equal to your level, I mm. think. Now it does – I forget exactly mm. how much. I'll look it up in a minute. But a uh, number uh, – does less damage, but you can use it more times. Mm-hmm. So you, And okay. also this uh, – Because the number of times okay. equal to your proficiency bonus per long rest. it means it scales. Like, how many times have we talked about – when we, especially when we mm. do the class deep dives, how many times have we talked about, well, yeah, cool, it's cool, but at level 17, that is now useless. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. purely because, yeah. like, why would you just use this one time when you've got, like, some real Hail Mary stuff that you can use? Whereas this is like, oh, okay, I can actually use these on, like, lesser fights and stuff. Like, this is, I think this is a really, really nice uh, little little added thing. And the next mm-hmm. one, I am... Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Natural weapons all got a boost. Yes. Uh, they all went from 1d4 plus your strength damage to 1d6. So if they were already 1d6 plus nice. strength, they're the same. If they were 1d4, now they're 1d6. Yeah. And this is a very interesting mm-hmm. one, and I think it's good. Uh, the term natural weapon is no longer used. Uh, shout out to RoboDonald Upgrade uh, on Reddit uh, who suggested this edit. Uh, you can, it's now the wording is now you can use blank to make unarmed strikes. When you hit with them, the strike mm-hmm. deals blank damage instead of the normal bludgeoning damage for an unarmed strike. Okay. So the terminology mm-hmm. is no longer you have natural weapons. Now it's just you can use your claws, you can use your mm-hmm. talons, mm-hmm. you can use your teeth mm-hmm. to make an unarmed strike. Yes. This is good. Mm-hmm. This is good. Okay, cool. I still think the unarmed yes. strike thing needs some because there's some shenanigans in that they don't count mm. for certain things, like they don't count as finesse weapons or whatever it is, uh, or like light weapons. Like that's still the dumbest thing in the world that you can't use two weapon fighting. <laughs> Why would it be? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm still cool <laughs> with that. It's a separate. No, but the, no, but the <laughs> it's a very separate category. No, but the two weapon fighting thing is is a hill I'm willing to die on. The, uh, why can I? At- I can attack t- twice. I can use my bonus action to attack with a dagger, oh, okay, but not. Yes. I can't punch someone with my bonus mm-hmm. action. Not with your I'm doing the yeah, same motion. Sure. My fist is jab, just jab. a slightly different angle. Like that's. <laughs> you know, it's it's exactly the same. So that's basically. Um, I'll give you that. that, one. that I'll give you um, in terms of the bonus action. That's one, the I'll that's give you the that. main. That's the mm-hmm. the main little thing. Sure. Purely because that's so limiting when trying to make like a pugilist. Uh, like build because I was trying to do it for Duncan actually in the city of the Black Rose was like with the with the monks was, like mm-hmm. trying to maximize like how I could because I, I looked at doing it not as a monk first of all and basically just came down like I have to pick a monk because you just can't get that bonus action attack if you've got if you're using your fists yeah. it's so annoying. Mm. Shout out, by the way, to the actual pugilist yes. class made by Benjamin Heck Huffman. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that was what you were no, referencing. No, 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 it was not. <laughs> no, but, no. Uh, <laughs> no, but the pugilist but, uh, is But it's a really cool class. Hell. I was just talking about it the other day. And who knows? Maybe you'll be seeing one in a future what? Uh, series. What? Um, and maybe it will be maybe, super cool. Maybe, yeah. maybe it'll, maybe it'll, it'll suck. Mm. <laughs> 
maybe maybe we've already that. recorded some of it and it it really doesn't <laughs> maybe it's awesome it really really uh, doesn't like yeah. i, I want to say i have absolutely zero reference for this list. uh for, for all the listeners maybe jasper wasn't <laughs> there for the i wasn't there for these recordings uh so maybe that not. joke was completely unfounded and i feel horrible uh i i i have literally communicated directly with benjamin huffman i don't think he listens to this this show but if he does ben you made a you great made a class great buddy class. well done well done you really did yeah. conditional um, condition resistances yes uh <laughs> yes they now give you advantage uh-huh. against okay? uh, they now specify that if you have for example how uh elves have advantage on saving throws against being charmed now they specify that they give you advantage on avoiding or ending the condition on yourself okay so it's the, it's basically yeah. the same. It's just a clearer wording. Yeah. So it's like, oh wait, I okay. it says I have advantage on saves against being charmed. I'm already charmed. Do I get a save? Do I get advantage on the save to end it? I think that was where the confusion sure, okay. was. Sure. Now it's like, yeah, you do. Sure, you do. Uh, good, good. Traits good. that give you advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects now only apply to spells. That's mm. right. They've been nerfed a little bit. Nice. They've been nice, nice, yes. which has created some confusion among some people. And I have not found the answer to this. As far as I'm aware, the spell casting feature for monsters has been removed and is now like an innate spell casting thing. So people are like, wait, do those the count spells. as spells? Can we counter spell those things? And does magical <laughs> resistance apply to those? Interesting. Uh, I'm, I have not yet found clarification. What would you, that, so uh, have, interesting. We'll what would you two rule on that basis? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say they'd count mm. spells. Otherwise, I would say if it's a named up. spell, it's really. Sucks. Uh, well, I'd say if it's a named yeah. spell, yeah, versus I mean, like a trait, yeah. yes. like um, you know, if they've got yes. like a, I don't know, like okay, if like a behold, like a behold yeah, is like I think that's different. Yeah, nonsense. like the disintegrate because it doesn't cast disintegrate, no. right? Yeah. It's just a it's just ray. a ray. That's yeah. that's exactly no, that's exactly what we're talking about. Whereas someone casting disintegrate, I would say that's a spell, but I don't think you could ever you could never counter spell a. A, dis- a ray of disintegration or whatever it is on a beholder so i don't think no, no you just but you to used to have advantage on saves dog. against it if you had magic i see and now you well, don't good. <laughs> so now you're well, like before you were like Ha-ha! and then they just hand you mordenkainen's monster of the multi like, oh no, no! <laughs> you just get, <laughs> get dissolved i must be like completely blanking but like what kind of like um races had magical resistance uh, am i like, like uh, a gnomes yeah. did uh, gnomes, I think, had mm. advantage on saves against. It's either all spells or ones that uh, ones like you, certain saves. Uh, I don't remember. Who are, I had a character actually that had it recently, uh, who had it against things they could see. Mm. I want to say it was like oh, barbarians. They advantage uh, on uh, deck saves against effects on against spells or effects you can see. I think some of the gnomes may have had resistance. Let me see. Uh, resistance, resistance. I know that uh, dragon. I know that uh, my gnome has resistance. Oh yeah, okay. So that was what gnomes had advantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saving throws against magic. Ah. Now it's just spells. Ah. See, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think that. I think that's right. Oh, I think no that's right. I think it, no kidding, again, right. it feels logical, and it also feels like it, it would just fall into a different category than like spells. Like spells are something you can study, something you can learn, something you mm-hmm. can kind of like see coming. Whereas if you've like never encountered a mind flare before how the hell are you going to know about it's like brain eating ability it's weird that you'd have a save against like mm-hmm. you'd have advantage on a save against well because you're just so good at saving against magic yeah, i guess but like I, I, yeah, yeah 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 i'm so talented fine I'm, um, I'm happy because you'd still have it on spe- on all spells that have those yeah. effects i think no gnomes still have those like so if somebody casts i don't know um 
mind spike and you've never seen it, you'd have advantage on sure. the save. Um, okay, mm-hmm. so anyway, um, now at this point, traits that used to use your level in a formula for damage or healing no longer do so, instead using some other mm-hmm. proficiency bonus-based value. Uh, so those have been nerfed right. okay. uh, slightly, although in some cases yeah. you may get more uses of them, mm-hmm. I think. I don't remember. But in general, those, I think, have been lowered in power a bit. Uh, another um, another uh, edit suggested by Robo Donald Upgrade, uh, traits like friend of the sea that allow you to communicate with animals or other things. Now specify the creature types that you can communicate with. Uh, I believe that counts mainly for the okay, Triton, good. but also possibly I was gonna for say the Fearbolgs and Oh yeah, because they had speak of plants, included, right? I know fear uh, the- Yeah, it was no. They had speak. They had mm. speech of beast and leaf. Ah, yes. I know this because uh, okay. there's a fearbolg player in one of my Mavros campaigns who uh, we renamed it speech of cog and gear, so we can talk to technology instead of little animals. <laughs> That's cool. That's fun. Um, That's really fun. Um, I had like such a rough time recently because we were doing um a run through of the first chapter of um of oh, the mm. Nether Deep. Yeah, uh, Matt cool, Mercer's um. Yeah. Uh, book uh, yeah i call them never deep that's it um yes we did the opening chapter to that and one of the, my players was a triton and so she was like i speak to this i speak to that i speak i speak i speak and i was like okay okay like that's fine but you but uh, god i wish you maybe were to triton right now <laughs> it kind of is breaking this game a, a little bit for me but it's okay yeah, we'll make yeah, it work yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair um, that so yeah that makes that, more that sense definitely is fair. yeah yeah, I think that's yeah. that's one of those uh, abilities where if like you as a DM is probably sat there going, hmm, I know they could be using this to fuck me right now, but I'm not going to tell them because it yeah. would really suck. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? you, we're all, We've all seen those abilities yeah. where, because I do this thing, I don't know about you guys, mm-hmm. but I'll have my players' character sheets open, uh, not for like any weird mm-hmm. spying stuff. It's also, it's like just, just <laughs> if like, you know, like a ghost possesses them, I've got it up there. Or if they just have a question because they don't know how something works, I've just got it to hand so I can be like, oh, this Shit. is how it works. Or if they have a spell or that they want to cast, and I'm like, oh, let me just check the wording of the spell instead of asking them to do it i can just look over it myself and interpret it how i would interpret it um but there's definitely times where i've gone mm. into my, like a player of mine's character sheet and gone oh my word he has what like <laughs> and he's not using yeah. it okay okay <laughs> okay that's Wait, fine yeah, clash tarkin mm. speak telepathically i had someone uh-huh, i had someone uh-huh. in my chaos campaign who was like he had like a, a a secondary character he rolled up he started playing it, it was a ghostwise halfling and i was sat there like and they were like oh, they were trying to gosh. sneak through this thing and they were like trying to like talk to each other and i was like oh my dude <laughs> like my dude you have oh. you can speak telepathically <laughs> like come on it is the main that thing is your that main, they have that is your main thing. the only the, yeah. i will give them the caveat that that was like very much like a backup it. character they rolled whilst we were eating domino's pizza like an hour beforehand because we yeah. and had clearly and not clearly read not read it yeah 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 but like yeah. it was very much like a with the party is split up so why don't you guys roll backup characters so that we can kind of still all play as a group so i don't think they'd probably read mm. their sheet but it was That's really it. making me laugh i was like you guys might get screwed here because one of your party members has just completely forgotten they have the ability to talk <laughs> telepathically in your mind <laughs> i want to see what happens <laughs> so oh yeah i was like oh, i'm gonna have a blast um, i get to whack them <laughs> yeah yeah it's great um yep. when mm-hmm. so now the next one is when it comes to non-players handbook spells this is a, a lot of these abilities are very like uh most races just don't have them uh but in this case uh races that had spells that could that uh excuse me races that could cast spells that were not in the player's handbook 
uh, have such as the Water Genasi and Triton, I think those are maybe the only two, have had these spells replaced with player handbook spells, hmm. which I think live is another yeah. indication that this is like gearing up for a new player's handbook Which will situation. include probably all of the yeah, player totally. races, etc. Mm -hmm. in them. Because uh, yeah. I'm right, like, there's, mm. there's, not, uh, there's not like many in the player's handbook right now. Like there's no like half of these aren't in there. like half of the the the, fa the fantasy race most oh, of them aren't, aren't in there yeah um I can tell you which ones are in the player's handbook dragonborn dwarf elf gnome half elf halfling half orc human teeth wow is that it so actually so like nothing almost the only nothing. thing that is I think yeah because I don't think deep gnomes or Duergar were in the player's handbook they they were added wow. later in like Volo's Guide to Monsters mm. or Mordenkainen's Tome of Folks wow. uh, Eladrin mm -hmm. I think were put in either the Dungeon Master's Guide or the player's handbook as a way to homebrew a race but I think they the mm. actual version of them eventually that got released was in a later book as well wow. I don't think any of the stuff that got revamped is in the player's so, yeah, handbook yeah I think that, that absolutely points to yeah. yeah you're absolutely right there Jeremy that that absolutely points to the fact that, that, that this is what's um Th that yeah we're building towards mm -hmm. reprinting the player's handbook yeah nice yeah, yeah. Nice detective work sleuthed guys there, sleuthed wow mm. very yeah. city of the black Rose. master sleuth <laughs> you guys yeah. uh <laughs> shercob holmes that's hey. me uh so or jerkob there you go jerkob holmes uh it kind of sounds shit. like jerk off so, not gonna lie that's why yeah jerk off jerk off that's me hey it's oh, me jerk off yeah. home uh, you don't know you're like, <laughs> hey, hey, i hope you i hope you don't need a clean oh. crime scene that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> oh no. you know, this reminds me reminds me of that god-awful muppets like like x-rated muppets film with Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> oh my oh, god. I know exactly. Me I know Jade exactly the scene you're bad movies. Of. We watched like five minutes of this and we we're just like, this is actively hateful. Like th like there is a yeah. there is like th there is like a cutaway of like a Muppet having sex with someone on a, a on like a, a desk, and it was just so painful yeah. to watch. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> No, literally nobody asked for this. Nobody asked for this. Why have you brought it to my face? <laughs> was the Muppet like, was it, was it like the Muppet was like a half puppet? So it didn't yeah. have like legs or anything. So honestly, <laughs> I mean, yeah. what, that sounds, uh, depending on how they execute it, that sounds like it could be pretty funny. No, no, not, but, uh, 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 but imagine not, like the, the uh, most cringy. Oh, the, the happy time, time murders. murders. Jeremy, just mm -hmm. watch 10 minutes. Watch 10 minutes. Report okay. back. Let oh. me know I'm going to write down happy time. It's, oh. it, I really we'll found it, it deeply oh, don't do it. I think I'm pretty sure it's, it goes, it, it oh. lights. The jokes are absolutely not okay, but not in like a, I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of true and funny, even though it's a little bit racist or whatever. It's just like, nope, nope, that's nope. You just that you shouldn't have said that. Mm -hmm. That was bad. That was just oh, bad. No, no. it's really it's, uh, bad. It's 2018. It's really doing? 20, 23% um, on Rotten Tomatoes. It, it, it came out in 2018. I mean, but yeah, 23% <laughs> yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a really good cast. It has. Too. It really has. Sad. But, I really, uh, <laughs> honestly, I really love Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. I think she's great. But if she said anything wrong, I don't know about it. But, but this, this is not was, cool. She read the script. <laughs> she did not read the script. Sorry, that's what I'm trying to say. I don't think she read the script for this one. Because, yeah. boy, oh, it's no. not good. Uh, what about yeah. weapon proficiency? Uh, okay, so next yeah, ability, uh, there's a the few other things. About. Yeah, armor yes. proficiencies. Uh, there are no longer any traits, racial traits that give you proficiencies in armor. And I think most of the ones that give you proficiency in weapons if not all of them, have also been removed, I think. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Fey mm-hmm. ancestry is now that's been changed completely. Uh, the magical sleep immunity of this trait has been moved to the trance trait that elves have, and trance has also been completely overhauled. Uh, goblinoids, which are goblins, hobgoblins, and bugbears, have all gained a new version of the of uh, the fey ancestry Sweet. trait. Uh, I will actually, mm-hmm. I'll just very quickly read just so that people know where's the where's one of them. Uh, where'd you go? Here's a goblin. Uh, I'll read you what the fey ancestry trait is. The new one, you have advantage on saving throws you make to end or avoid the charmed condition on yourself. So that's what fey ancestry does for you now. Mm. And now goblins, hobgoblins, and bugbears all have that. That's nice. Which is nice. Uh, yes, they. In yeah. fact, actually, they've completely changed the lore. Well, uh, there was a debate on our, our Discord over whether or not this was the original lore of D anD. d My understanding is that it was never definitive in Fifth Edition that goblinoids came from the Feywild, and my understanding is also that no. most people didn't think that they came from the Feywild in Fifth Edition. Mm. However. They do now. <laughs> good. They all originated okay, there. They all do sure. now. It's, it's um, probably nicer the, than the weird Lord of the Rings version where they come out of like weird sacks in the ground. You know what I mean? Yes. We're, Mag- yeah. <laughs> I think it was like they were on the Feywild and now maybe Maglubiet did something. I will say also, this is a big thing. Uh, reading these races, almost all of the flavor text has been taken out mm. as well as pretty much any mentions of like mm. savage and brutal. Uh, also, the character art they, they've chosen for this. I think in some cases they may have con- commissioned new art. In one case, at least, mm. uh, they used a picture from Magic the Gathering for an orc, which is my favorite piece of art in this entire book Ooh. that I've seen. Uh, yeah. It is crazy well, it good. Uh, and it is like, they own Magic the Gathering as well. It's unlike any orc. Know that. It's like, I need and to like find any this. I need to see this. If you find this image. I will show you guys in a minute. Okay, cool. There is a very um, sick bugbear, but, actually, uh, in in this um, as well, uh, carrying a mace who looks... It looks so noble, it doesn't looks, it? In contrast to the yeah. other one that's like... Rah! This one's like... Hmm. <laughs> looks proud. Um, and now yeah. trance is different. Yeah, yeah. It now... Trance, as mentioned before, uh, it now grants immunity to magical slumber. Uh, it is also now spe- more clearly specified wh- that you are conscious while taking a long rest. And uh, it also means that because there was some confusion over whether it was like, oh, trance just shortens it a little bit. So you now have to long rest for six hours. No, the four hour trance is all you need. That's a long rest for you. Very clearly specified. And now when you finish a long rest, this was a huge boost. It lets you gain two proficiencies that you don't have. And each must be a weapon or tool of your choice that last until the end of your next long rest. You choose those because you'd be meditating that makes yeah, sense so it's like basically the elves are yeah. calling on their collective memory mm. of like all the other elves <gasps> and can be like yes i want oh, to learn how to use a long sword. so i see uh, so all, oh, like so we've been wrong this whole time elves aren't all stuffy old white people they're brown people with ancestors <laughs> okay yes that's oh, what it is really oh. stuffy gatekeepy yeah ones. old stuffy <laughs> gatekeepy brown people <laughs> elves are hoteps guys <laughs> can you imagine like with the hat like (laughs) legolas uh and all of them like with the hat uh oh my gosh oh my gosh what a discovery oh man legolas Uh, legolas with the with with a hotep hat is Honestly, my elven brothers. My elven brothers. <laughs> I have tranced the dwarf for devils. four hours, and I have come out <laughs> with the ability <laughs> to speak. 
More kindly to animals. Yeah, so I've come out with the ability to use thieves yeah. tools. And chemistry set. <laughs> Whatever it is called. I can't remember what it's called now. <laughs> chemistry set? <laughs> chemistry What's set. What's it called? Alchemy. One of the bloody I mean, it's fucking alchemy. Goddamn. Alchemy, uh, alchemy, alchemy set. I like the idea, though, that there's also <laughs> the chemistry set. set. And it's just a Bunsen burner <laughs> that you used to use at school. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just, all, you, all you can do oh, is wow. burn magnesium and blind your enemies. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to light you're trying to light them. yeah yeah everyone has to make a, a uh, deck save otherwise they're blinded oh. for like uh, a minute or something <laughs> affects everyone in the area yeah oh, absolutely allies. absolutely yeah. even um, your allies that was the whole point yeah. of burning magnesium at school was to be like ha ah! <laughs> you're blind it's like this is gotcha. not actually a good sensible uh -huh. idea but this is this is bad um no. Yeah, why do they think that we could be trusted to do to do that? Yeah, be like oh, this is we, safe. My, no, boys no. in my school used to just turn on the, the gas hobs, like the, 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 the gas nozzles that were just at no, the desks. That's they not just, loud. They, they just had gas at the desks. It's just like this is an all boys school. I mean, teenage boys having gas. That's not a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> true. But yeah, yeah really no, time. they just fully turned on the gas valves that sat at the desks. It was a bad, bad combination. <laughs> so unsafe. It's so, uh, so cool. wild. Love, yeah. love the, danger the, the teacher had to, to turn the gas on. Like, at the, it, you know, it wasn't just like on all the time. But it was still... Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. like a means. Yeah. It was still definitely a, a thing. Yeah. Anyway, um, why don't we just rattle through a couple of the uh, races that have had some big overhauls, some big changes. Um, uh, Liv, actually, if you have mm -hmm. the list there, uh, uh, I know that you were pretty gassed yes. about the uh, mm. uh, about the uh, Genasis, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm also too that very is. excited that they have been unnerfed. <laughs> um, uh, some of them yeah, have totally. are basically as good as they were. Air Genasi is night and day. Real, it's not even the same. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Air Genasi like had mm. nothing. Like I know, uh, I played one. They they just were, they weren't. <laughs> My first yeah. ever character yeah. was was, <laughs> was truly yeah. I was yeah. I I still had fun. I could breathe underwater. That was all I needed. <laughs> yeah. No, that is, that is that is pretty handy. But um, yeah, the the Genasis, Um, so previously the only Genasi that was uh, that had the ability to um, see in the dark had dark vision was the fire Genasi. Um, but now all why? of them, I guess, like, <laughs> it's, like why fire? His his uh, eyes on fire. Surely, if anything, <laughs> they should have it the least because they could just summon fire to help them see their way, right? Like that, I. I think the idea is they have an inner fire that is like burns uh, through the them. back of their eyes, allowing them some sort of <laughs> no. It's, it's it's yeah. It, it's like they have an inner fire in their eyes pain. that reflects the light off, so they're able to that, see better. That's tenuous. <laughs> I think I think uh, personally, I may be in the minority in this conversation. I would be. I would be <laughs> stupefied if Fire Genasi could not see. In the well, dark. I would go with. Uh, I would say. Yeah. They just Earth have like Genasi. headlights as Because I'm like, if you could, then you could get some tough, some tough. Nah, bro, give them tremor that's sense. Tremor, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it'd be more of a tremor sense, right? Than anything. Mm -hmm. I think. I think actually, yeah. this that is one criticism I would have for this. They, I think that air Genasi should have blind sight, mm. as if they're like feeling vibrations in the air. And I think that yeah. Earth Genasi should have tremor yeah. sense. You only have to make it like five or ten mm -hmm. foot for blind sight, like so it's not like op. But I think it would be. I absolutely think yeah, that. Just I'd give them the five, same distance. Really? You would? <laughs> I'd give them the ten, same actually. distance of blindsight. Yeah, just give I don't it to know. Them. <laughs> give them sixty feet of blindsight. Sixty feet of blindsight would be wild. That would be. Yeah. They got sixty feet mm. of. They got sixty feet of dark vision. I know, but dark vision is very still very limited. Yeah, they do. Like magical darkness, things like that. Like. Yeah. yeah. Being it's blinded not, by something. Not the, oh, it's not like. 
I can tell something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, I can feel so something powerful. on the other side of this wall. <laughs> it's a beholder, guys. <laughs> someone is someone is scrying oh. on us. I can see the orb. Yeah, literally, I can sense it. It's right there. Oh, dear. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Halflings, I would like to thank our sponsor for today, Factor. With the busy season fast approaching, you might be on the lookout for some wholesome, convenient meals for a jam packed days. I know that I do. One of my favourite things about having a ready-to-eat meal kit is the fact that I get a nice variety to my diet. It is so easy when you're busy and you're trying to look for nutritious food to eat to just eat the same things over and over again. Well, you don't have to do that anymore. Factor is here to help you. Skip the next trip to the grocery store, all the chopping and prepping and cleaning too, whilst getting all the flavour, nutrition and quality that you need. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. All you have to do is heat and enjoy and get back to crushing your day. You can choose from over 34 flavor-packed meals per week, and the Calorie Smart meals come in at less than 550 calories per serving. And if you need a little extra boost in the day, there is an assortment of 45-plus add-ons that you can snack on, including breakfast items, including apple cinnamon pancakes, or as we like to call it, second breakfast. And just in case you need any more convincing, Factor offsets 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for all of their production sites and offices. 
Head over to factormeals.com slash halflings50 and use the code halflings50 to get 50% off. That's the code halflings50 at factormeals.com slash halflings50 to get 50% off. You are so welcome. Enjoy your tasty, nutritious meals. For half price. Go now. What are you doing? Go, 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 run. Go get the meals. Go, 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 go. Thank you to Angie for sponsoring this HeadGum podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Indeed. So if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Yeah, doing stuff yourself seems fun, but then you actually get to, you know, solving a problem and you realize that mm-hmm. you can create 10 more problems and then you probably should have just paid a, yeah. a professional to deal with it right off the bat. You can easily injure and or maim yourself as well. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. You just get the app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. It's very convenient. It sure is, folks, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. So download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you, Angie. Angie Angie.com. Thank you. Yeah, all of the all of the Ganassi can see in the dark now. I'm pretty sure. Yes, um, yeah, no, and the di- the difference for um for fire Ganassi is that they can see in shades of gray instead of red now, which I didn't know they saw in shades of red. So <laughs> there's a whole so there's some there's, there's a whole yeah. there's something. Going I think on I just go back to the red. I think the red is cooler. About. Yeah, red's uh, pretty fun. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it doesn't just, just, just mechanically affect a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's fine. Um, also, a change the, to the Ganassi that I think we mentioned uh, fleetingly um, in general was that they can all be medium or small. Um, so, so that's pretty cool. Tiny little, tiny little guys. guys. I like that a lot. Tiny little guys. Um, but yeah, so going specifically into Air Ganassi, your speed is increased to 35 hey. feet. Just hey. right off the bat. It's the only one in this feet. book with a speed over 30 feet. Wow. Interesting. Oh. Yes, yeah, okay. the only thing. I mean, in this they're made yeah. of air, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, they've got lightning resistance. I'm just like learning all this as as okay. we read. Like, oh, this is exciting. Oh, yeah. Um, game yeah, resistance you, to lightning damage. Could, uh, yeah. could they hold their breath indefinitely before? Uh, uh, I think they could. I, mm, I don't. It basically, you can hold your breath indefinitely when you're not incapacitated. Yeah. I don't remember if they could do that before. Mm, I'll look it okay, up. also check. I, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, while you look that up, uh, you've, they've also got Mingle with the Wind. You do not immediately have the ability to cast Levitate. Um, the feature now lets you cast Shocking Grasp. Uh, once you reach third level, you can cast Featherfall once per long rest. And then at fifth level, you can cast Levitate. Uh, the trait received the innate spellcasting updates mentioned above. Um, that is just something. I'm... Yeah. So, um, yeah. So innate spellcasting has been has been changed. Yeah. Before, and, uh, all they had was uh, unending, yeah, yeah, unending breath. So you breath, could hold yep. your breath indefinitely while you weren't incapacitated. And then you could mm-hmm. cast the Levitate spell once mm-hmm. 
uh, per mm-hmm. long rest, yeah. and constitution was your spellcasting ability. Now you get to pick yes. what your spellcasting ability mm-hmm. is between, I believe, let me, yeah, yeah between uh, intelligence, mm-hmm. wisdom, or charisma, and you get shocking grasp, which is a mm-hmm. cantrip. You know Featherfall, which, yep. like, it's ridiculous they didn't have yeah. that. Uh, I, f- I feel like and- Featherfall is one of the spells that, like, I would be so grateful to have innately. Like, I don't want to Fe- take Featherfall, yeah, yeah, yeah. but Feather- I just want to have and it. I, and Featherfall mm-hmm. absolutely you know? is up there with me, for me with the OG. Like, it is like if you have, a, if someone has it available, it must be taken. It's like, um, uh, what yeah. do you call it? Pass, pass without trace. It. It's like if you have, if yeah. someone yeah. has access to it, yeah, someone definitely. has to have Featherfall. Like, it's truly, someone you will take be, it. there will be a scenario where you will be like, why the fuck don't we have Featherfall? Like, because how many yeah. times have you... <laughs> Encounter spells. Yeah, exactly. Thing. How many times <laughs> in a party has someone just gone, cool, yeah. who has Featherfall? Like, Joey, like, you, you suddenly find yourself falling mm-hmm. out of something. Right, who has Featherfall? <laughs> no one? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. No one? We, we, we really dropped the ball, the ball here, guys. would have made uh, Outlaws really and Obelisks very different. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> had no one had Feather. Had you, specifically, not yeah. had Featherfall. It would have just been and Obelisks, honestly, because the Outlaws would have been dead. <laughs> <laughs> they would have been just gone. Obelisks. No, yeah, I like the idea that an and is still there. Like, it's and Obelisks. Blank <laughs> Obelisks. Yeah. Obelisks and more Obelisks. I was just wondering if they were able to, like, hold their breath, like, in the Yes, yes, they were. All they had was holding their breath and uh, levitate. And now they have resistance to lightning damage, they have dark vision, they have higher speed, they have shocking grasp, they have feather fall, and they can cast all of their spells more frequently, if they are already a spellcaster. Yeah. Yeah, I might make myself an egg and I might do it. So much better. better. They're so (laughs) much better. Yeah. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you've also got Earth, Earth, Earth Ganassi. Uh, Earth Walk, you can now ignore difficult terrain when using your walking speed on the ground um, or a floor <laughs> instead of just ignoring difficult terrain made of rock or stone. Mm-hmm. So just any difficult terrain, basically, yeah. you ignore? Yeah. All right. Okay. Not too bad. Um, you just have to you be, I think, on the ground. With... Isn't that what it says? Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, uh, on the yeah, ground. It says, yeah, it says rock floor, or stone. But again, I, I guess wood is like the only, like, if you're on a yeah well if you're indoors you're on carpet yeah. now carpet now count ca- you can now move uh now it works if as long as you're just on the ground yeah. or a floor yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah not bad um so they also have merged with stone reworked in to hey, mingle with stone buy the stone a drink I, oh you know what i mean like show the stone a good time just just generally get stone. oh no it's merged with stone it's merged with stone in the it is it is merged with stone yeah. okay Gotcha. Okay, you do not gain the ability to cast Pass Without Trace until 5th level. You also learn the Blade Ward Cantrip, which is fine. Um, you can cast it as a bonus action um, uh, with your proficiency. How many times your proficiency bonus times per long rest? That makes That's sense, right? That's very yeah. good. Because um, Blade Ward up until yeah. this point has not been all that useful for like martial no. classes because it's a whole action to use. Now you can exactly. be like bonus yeah. action Blade like true Ward. Strike. And then you jump back. Then yeah. you jump in. Yeah, no, that's much that's much better. Um, and uh, yeah, and con is also not used for these spells, uh, so that's pretty good. Um, are there any differences with the fire ganassi? Yes, apart uh, from, you get flame blade now you know? instead of. Um, oh damn! You, you used to get, I think, j- burning hands, and what was the other thing you got? Let me see. Uh, oh. You used to get bur- you got produce flame and just burning hands, and yeah. now you get mm-hmm. uh, more. Now you get. Uh, you get mm-hmm. produce flame, burning hands, and flame blade starting at fifth level. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Ganassi getting overpowered. Love it. Um, and then you have the water Ganassi. Uh, so the difference here—that's the one I play. Uh, swimming speed is now equal to their walking speed, which I think it already was, was yes. the case before. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, well, it was just said 30 yeah. feet. So actually, if you were a yeah. monk, that's actually better mm-hmm. for you because now saying it's equal to your walking means speed means that all your speeds yeah, go up yeah, if yeah, your walking speed goes up. Yeah, that's a very important true. point to make. Yeah, that's true. Sure. That's pretty good. Okay, that makes sense. So um, a buff for uh, water Ganassi monks. Um, yeah, they have dark vision up to 60 feet. And so you have um, Call for the Wave, which has been changed. Shape water has been replaced with Acid Splash, which is like, fine. Yeah. Like, Damage country. I personally... Yeah, I personally, I don't know why. Maybe it's just me, but I use shape water so much for my water ganassi. <laughs> shape water is <laughs> just like it, yeah. for flavor. It can be it can be very <laughs> useful shape water as a spell, uh, for sure. Mm, yeah, but yeah, but the the but shape water is not in the um the PHB, so that makes sense. Um, you can now cast water walk once you reach fifth level. Um, the trait is yeah, so yeah. It's also constitution can't be is not used for those spells. So that's pretty good. Mm. Yeah. 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 And those are nice. the Ganassi guys. Yeah. All of them got buffs. They got buffs. You're welcome. They got buffs. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They did not, though, they get both. the overhaul that the Hobgoblin Ooh. has to the point that it's Ooh. basically a different race. Okay. Like, it's not wow, even comparable. This is a chunky okay. section. Uh, I'm going to see. Wait, I'm going to see if I can send you guys a link to the new art as well. I uh, just saw the Hobgoblin one, were... by the way. Oh, my word. That is so cool. Like, right? it's so <laughs> dope. Oh, I need to see this. I'll I'll send the orc she one is, in a second because the orc we got to talk about the the orcs got some really cool mechanical changes as mm. well in my opinion, uh, mm-hmm. but check check the uh, the the uh, riverside uh, okay. chat I'm sending you okay. links to those, uh, but hobgoblins uh, first of all you are now Yo, considered a goblin oh, look at this yeah. little um, battle bard dude. Yeah, uh, your medium walking speed thirty feet. That's all standard. You got dark vision. Uh, you got fey ancestry, as we said, uh, which helps you with the charm condition. Now, instead of being like a marshal, like I'm going to command you to do this, you have been transformed into the team mom. You have an ability called <laughs> fey gift. You can use this trait to take the help action as a bonus action a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, regaining all expended uses on a long rest. So, starting at level one, you can do this two times uh and then starting at third level you get to choose additional options each time you take the help action with this trait uh so you can choose one of the following three you can choose hospitality you and the creature you help each gain a number of temp hit points equal to 1d6 plus your proficiency bonus uh two you can do passage you and the creature you help each increase your walking speeds by 10 feet until the start of your next turn okay or three, spite until the start of your next turn. The first time the creature you help hits a target with an attack roll, that target has disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes within the, within the next minute. Uh, okay. So you are now like the, the the person who's going around being like, hey, I'm here to give you some support. <laughs> we both gain temp HP uh, as a bonus action. <laughs> uh, or, hey, I'm here to, we're running away. <laughs> Let's get Both out of, of it. us have 10 more feet of speed. <laughs> Uh, and now we use our actions to dash even faster. Um, or spite. It's like, hey, I, I want you to hit this person and I want them to feel it. Yeah. Uh, and so now they have disadvantage. I want you to go up and hit this person and I don't want them to hit you back. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. Even better. Uh, My sweet little baby. Yeah, we'll yeah, give this to the and wizard. And then you also get... 
<laughs> yes. And then you also get fortune from the many. If you miss with an attack roll or fail an ability check or saving throw, you can draw on your bonds of reciprocity to gain a bonus to the roll equal to the number of allies you can see within 30 feet of you. Maximum bonus of plus hmm. three. You can use this trait a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus and you regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. This is specifically, let me find the trait that this is specifically replacing. Uh, because their hobgoblins had something like save face or something like that, where they would be like, I can't look weak in front of my troops. Uh, and you could reroll, I think, like an attack roll. Let me see if I can find it. Saving face, yeah. Um, so martial training, which they used to have, you're proficient with two martial weapons of your choice and light armor, has been replaced with the help, uh, the the uh, fey gift feature that I spoke about. But now saving face was what you used to have. Uh, if you miss with an attack roll or fail an ability check or saving throw, you can gain a bonus to the uh, equal to the number to the roll equal to the number of allies you can see within thirty feet of you. This had a maximum bonus of plus five, but you could only use it once mm -hmm. per short or long rest. Now I believe let me see how many times uh you can use it a number of times equal to proficiency bonus nice. so again right off the bat mm. a hobgoblin can get potentially a plus three to any attack roll ability check or saving throw that they that they roll uh twice per mm. long rest at level Dang. one yeah and that only goes up to six times potentially at level 20 Oof. uh and even before that mm -hmm. actually i think your proficiency bonus goes up before that but yeah uh complete like the flavor of the class is completely, completely different yeah who yeah, is yeah, this yeah. who is this and it's nice i you think know. it's nice it's a, ni it's I, a I nice really like pivot it. away from that martial race bullshit that we've been just laboring mm. under for so long because mm -hmm. i just think it, it's just it's also just yeah. not fun because like doing when you make it mechanically about like uh something like that you can't, it's kind of hard to flavor it any other way. Do you know what I mean? You can't have like a pacifist mm -hmm, hobgoblin totally. if their whole being is geared towards like being a ruthless Violence. member of a elite, mm -hmm. you know, uh, warrior, warrior race. race. Like it's, you, it's like just they were Urukai. Yeah. They were Urukai before, yeah, basically, essentially. Yeah. Uh, I'd like, can I, if if I may, I'd love to read the flavor text mm. that they've now replaced the hobgoblins yeah. with because it's relatively short yeah. and it. To me, this is what it should have been from the mm. beginning. Uh, hobgoblins trace their origins to the ancient courts of the Feywild, where they first appeared with their goblin and bugbear kin. Many of them were driven from the Feywild by the conquering god Maglubiet, who marshaled them as soldiers, mm. but the Fey realm left its mark. Wherever they are in the multiverse, they continue to channel an aspect of the Feywild's rule of reciprocity, which creates a mystical bond between the giver and the receiver of a gift. On some worlds, such bonds leave, lead hobgoblins to form communities with deep ties to one another. In Eberron and the Forgotten Realms, vast hobgoblin legions have emerged with ranks of devoted soldiers famed for their unity. Hobgoblins are generally taller than their, other, than their goblin cousins, but not quite as big as bugbears. They have curved pointed ears, etc., etc., etc. Oh, and this one they have, I don't know if they had this before, but noses that turn bright red or blue during displays of emotion. I like the idea that their nose <laughs> ah, so changes color uh, when they feel. Buddies. Uh, it feels a little more anime now. Like, I can see my friends around mm. me. I feel their strength. <laughs> and now your, your nose glows red. Mm. And you draw their power. <laughs> your nose glows <laughs> red and you gain more power. Uh, <laughs> I love that. But like that, that keeps what they had before mm. the whole idea of like, some mm. of them are militant without being like, this is a fierce warrior, proud, uh, warrior, savage race. 
Yeah, because basically mm-hmm. the only other way that you, the only way you could flavor it before was like, oh, I'm an outcast who got shunned because I didn't want to fight, and so like your only choice is to be yeah. like an out, yeah. an out pacifist, <laughs> like you know what I mean, like or like I'm a veteran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a veteran who left my legion. <laughs> yeah. After after the re- after the mission in Grenada, <laughs> where we- <laughs> <laughs> they tried to erase me. <laughs> uh, wild <laughs> I was Make special I was Hobgoblin special forces uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh that's funny uh, but yeah what a change wow. yeah right? what a change mm. what a change um, and just uh, speaking speaking yeah. of changes as well just uh, I was wanted to touch on orcs uh, real quick uh, because you'd mentioned them um, but uh, like just in case language changes like with the orcs I think is Feel, feels very different reading this page uh like compared to what it used to be uh so like now you get adrenaline rush i think which is instead of aggressive uh again i yeah. just think mm. an aggression adrenaline rush is yeah. better yeah also. uh so now you can uh take mm-hmm. the dash action as a bonus action uh and you can use this trait a number of times equal to your proficiency modifier and you can regain all expended uses at the end of a long rest and whenever you use this trait you gain a number of temporary okay. hit points equal to your proficiency bonus so Okay, because I was like, okay, so like knock off Bob. Temporary and I was like, HP. Oh, temporary HP. Okay, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm back in. Well, before it was in. like you right. could you could bonus action. A- and I think run towards an if, opponent. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that was not yes. like if they were. Yeah, I, there was. I feel like there was another qualifying. Uh, aggressive. Too, but... I'll read you the trait. Uh, uh, let me find aggressive. Uh, as a bonus action, you can move up to your speed toward an enemy of right, your choice that you can see yeah. here. You must end this move closer mm. to the enemy than you started. So essentially, it was you can charge somebody. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, yeah. Now it's like you can run any way yeah. you want. Do whatever you want. Woo! Run away. Um, <laughs> and also the temp HP as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bruh. I mean, seriously, like mm. orcs are kind of already like there was already part of me that was incentivized to go with a barbarian orc, but I mean, I kind of want to do it now because I mean, the temporary hit points on an orc mm. uh, on a barbarian, or even like a rogue oh, orc yeah. or a, a monk mm. orc, like something that's that's squishier because it's even better mm. with something that's slightly squishy. Yeah. A range, an orc ranger. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, orc monk. And actually, as well, orcs now have religious endurance, uh, which uh, the half orc typically Mm. had. Uh, Which again, those Mm -hmm. squishy classes actually makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense because basically, instead Mm -hmm. of he reduces zero hit points, uh, and you're not killed outright, you can just hit. You can just go to one instead. Um, And I love that. Yes, and And that's replacing primal intuition which gave you proficiency mm. in two out of animal handling, insight, intimidation, medicine, nature, perception, and survival. So primal intuition mm. has been replaced with relentless endurance. Mm. So they're like athletes mm. now. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah, I like this. Shit. I like this. Do you want to read? Do you want to read like some of the description? Yeah, now? yeah, I'll have a little uh, as well. Uh, so orcs trace their creation to the one-eyed god Grumsh, an unstoppable warrior and powerful leader. The divine qualities of Grum- Grumsh resonate within orcs, granting them a reflection of his toughness and tenacity that cannot be matched. And the god uh, has equipped his children to be able to live above or below ground. Uh, on some worlds, such as Eberron's, orcs were amongst the first defenders of the natural order uh, from the encroachments of fiends and other extraplanar threats. 
Grumpsh- Grumpsh's blessings have made orcs tireless guardians that might uh, and mighty allies whenever they are found and whenever they turn uh, their devotion, uh, even when they turn their devotion to other gods. So I like the fact that they're not bound mm-hmm. to Grumpsh. Mm-hmm. That's straight up in the description. They're not bound to Grumpsh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a light touch from warrior god Grumpsh, not like, you are my minions. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. And... Uh, like we're, we're being you know they're being labeled as defenders and guardians and uh mm. you know it's grumsh's blessings not curses you know what i mean i'm pretty sure also grumsh is not explicitly no. evil yeah. anymore he's an unstoppable mm. warrior and powerful mm-hmm. leader so it seems like yeah. grumsh may be getting a, re- a redemption arc well, here. i think, I think what's <laughs> yes because i mean i, I love the name nice, Grumsh. so you what's know, nice about this that. and what's nice about all of this is it's just empowering the players to have as much of uh, the players including which i include the dm as in, like the players mm-hmm. of dungeons and dragons i.e dms and players um it's allowing them to have more authority over what kind of story they want to tell. And if you, if it makes more narrative yeah. sense for Grumpsh to not be evil in your campaign, that is fine. <laughs> that does not mean that you can't yeah. just lift Grumpsh straight out of D&D lore and make him the evil, unstoppable warrior who goes around just wanting to slay everything in his path. That's also, you know, fine. Um, so, I, yeah, I like it. And again, I just think that the vibe of that just feels so different to like these savage primal warriors that don't know how to build houses mm-hmm. like or whatever you know yeah because uh, yeah. that just feels <laughs> yeah absolute oafs <laughs> um uh, mm. can i run through just a quick i'm not even gonna like jump in on deep on any races just quick like an overview of like other cool things you might care about the yes change. absolutely please hit me up yeah why not uh, other cool things he might care about the change. <laughs> uh, Kenku can talk now. They yes. uh, that's all the whole thing oh, about good. them not being able oh, to talk good. been thrown out. Uh, that's a notable thing. Um, sunlight sensitivity for Kobold Duergar gone. A uh, deep gnomes maybe had good. it. I don't remember if they had it, but it's gone. You no longer have that. Uh, Kobolds no longer have the cower and grovel ability. Now that is a draconic cry. Uh, they've been complete. They are no longer. Uh, like canonically cowardly wimpy sniveling weak. uh yeah. they are now the spawn of dragons the descendants of dragons uh mm-hmm. so they got they got a makeover as well uh changelings are fey now um let's mm. see what else uh lizard folk and yuan are no longer written as being evil lizard folk are well lizard folk weren't really written as being evil they were written as being inhuman they're no longer written as being inhuman uh and yuan are no longer written as being evil um that's in fact i'll read a little bit of the flavor text for the yuan just to specify exactly yeah i found the uh Um, old mm -hmm. description as well for orcs by the way i would love to read this paragraph out real quick if i may oh please do Uh, please do because this is yeah uh savage and Mm -hmm. fearless orc tribes are ever on the search of elves dwarves and humans to destroy motivated by their hatred of civilized races of the world and their need to satisfy the demands of their deity the orcs know if they fight well and bring glory to their tribe grumsh will call them home Woo! <laughs> there is so much wrong with that my like, night and day that's what that like, is holy like, shit my god <laughs> i didn't realize it was that <laughs> no bad. wonder they want to get rid of that is everything wild. yeah, yeah. Okay. tribes civilized savage fearless savage, yeah. destroy races, hatred yeah. like it is just like mm whoa how did we get here <laughs> like how yeah how did like that is so wild just homogeneously describe a whole group of people in that way it's just like 
well, no shit, they were two dimensional, just like be, like stab bags, basically. Like mm-hmm. my word, yeah, stab bag. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> name for a character. Hello, my name is Stab, stab Bag. bag. <laughs> Maximus Stab Bag. Uh, just love that for Stab Bag. Um, but yeah, no, this is genuinely so. Like, there is a bunch of races that I've like literally never seen as an mm. option before because I was like, I don't yeah. know how to effectively play this. Yeah, um, this feels so different. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. successful on night and day. Also, by the way, I'm gonna make a motion that every single uh, I'm gonna now introduce an NPC who is doomed to die, and his surname will be Stabback. Like, that's my new. Uh, my new thing in every single like game i play there will be a random npc will turn up (laughs) and immediately get killed and his name is stab back (laughs) it's the same guy guy. if i see see a stab back turn up i will i will stab and i will let you know now if you're ever a player in one of my games you find out a guy's last name is stab back there will be zero consequences for just killing this guy Because that's the whole reason he's in the game. It's just for fun. He, the king is named Stabbag. In fact, it's the only king way that they bag. can rep, like Ooh. the Stabbag family. They've been cursed in a way that they can only reproduce if they are stabbed. So it's actually good for them and their lineage. What if it's one person like who has to bounce through a certain number of lifetimes? Oh, he just wants, and it. only then will they yeah. be free. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, but anyway, uh, the Yuan Ti. <laughs> right. This is the begin. This is the little flavor text book. Because before, first of all, they were called Yuan Ti Pure Bloods. That's yep. also horrible an distinction. <laughs> They're no longer called Yuan Ti Pure Bloods. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, just called Yuan Ti. Because uh, cool. I guess the idea that a pure the, uh, the idea was that they were people who like did some crazy magic evil stuff with snakes, combined themselves with snakes. The most powerful ones were super snake like, and then the pure bloods looked like humans with snake I traits. Do wanna, now it's I just I do want to just specify yes. really, really quickly though that anyone that actively chooses to combine themselves with a snake is evil though. Like that is like that, like <laughs> I, 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 I want to clarify that if you actively want to combine yourselves. What the cute little guys. Yeah, I love snakes. Nope. Yeah, the little guy. You're outvoted, Jasper. No. You're the nope. evil one here. <laughs> That's fine. I will resurrect my uh, my uh, an army of people. <laughs> the, evil, the anti-snake uh, necromancer. Yeah, the anti-snake master. I will resurrect my army of spiders, and uh, we will come for your snakes. How dare you? I'm also pro spider. You throw this at me. I like spiders. Okay, well, we have to find something that we're all pro, uh, okay? That's, black people! Pro, pro puppies? Yay! Hey! Yay! Uh, I feel like going from snakes to spiders to black people is a weird jump. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with- which is why I had suggested puppies. Snakes but all right. Black people, oh my. <laughs> I see how it is. Uh, but anyway, Yuan-Ti were originally humans who transformed themselves into serpent folk through ancient rituals. No mention of evil. Uh, most Yuan-Ti were corrupted, were corrupted into monsters by those rites, but some Yuan-Ti instead became a new people who mix characteristics of humans and snakes. So that's interesting. We are drawing a very clear distinction between the monster Yuan-Ti and the people Yuan-Ti. Mm. Uh, blessed mm. with a resistance to magical and poisonous effects by the rituals that created them, each of these Yuan-Ti manifests their serpentine heritage in a variety of ways. Forked tongue, snake eyes, snake-like nose, or some other Ophidian characteristic. However a Yuan-Ti looks, they have the power to pursue great good or evil in the multiverse. I love the last line is, no matter what they look like, they can be good. <laughs> you can do nope. what you want, we promise. Nope, nope, nope. Sorry. They can nope, be good. Nope, nope, they can't be. <laughs> Uh, uh, bad. I will say mechanically they got I a can't big stop nerf. Looking at- uh, they are no longer oh, yeah. immune to poison. Uh, I think they were like immune to poison Ew. and being poisoned. Uh, they they are no longer. Ooh. It's just resistance now and advantage on saving throws. That's fair. There's a poison. lot of different types of poison. 
Like, yeah. just because you got the poison doesn't mean you mm-hmm. can not. Do you know what I mean? Snakes aren't immune to poison. Yeah, also it's open. Yeah, it's so, yeah exactly. Like, that's really overpowered. <laughs> yeah. I think they also had, like, magic resistance, which was, yeah. So Yuan-Ti have resistance on saving throws against spells, just period. Before it was spells okay, and spells. other magical effects. Wild. Which is like, mm. good God. Yeah. That's really, yeah. th- that's really That would honestly good. make Yuan-Ti um, the best mm. thing. If you were to build a high-level character, that would make Yuan-Ti, like, because then you're like, oh, I've got, like, high-level saves and I've got advantage. You want, you're not going to touch yeah. me with anything mm. good. All I have to do is stay away from <laughs> it's got- you and your ranged attacks or whatever, and I'm fine. Give myself a high armor class and there's nothing yeah. you can do to touch me. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Boom. The art is also no longer like the weird, sexy Middle Eastern snake lady mm. anymore. Yeah. Now it is. This is also from Magic the Gathering as well. Oh, this so, new um, piece of art? Fun fact. The like Yuan yes. T like ranger person with the cool poison dagger. Yeah. Yeah. This works for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their tongue, I can't stop looking at it. It's just, I was like, oh, that looks, look at that fun little. And then I was like, oh, he's got a point at the end. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm just like staring. someone send me the art for the new one, please. Thank you. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll send it yes. to you really quickly. Uh, the eyes oh, no, pointing in different oh, directions no. is what gets me. No, 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 nope. Still not okay with it. It's bad. No, it's not very bad. bad. Not if I bad. saw that, uh, I don't care if it's trying to be nice to me. They're trying to be nice to me. I'm like, no, no, no. Your time has come. I'm afraid. I'm fine being oh, the bad enough. guy in the story. That's fine. I just snakes really give me the heebie-jeebies. That's, That's fine. That's bad. absolutely fine. Like, Sword. I mean, like, it, just mm. because I don't understand it doesn't yeah, mean it's that's not what, valid, that, that's you know? exactly how I feel. Just, I, I completely appreciate that some yeah. people that something has happened in their brain. <laughs> there is a chemical thing that is mishapped or something. I don't know. People, <laughs> okay. just, it, it, snakes <laughs> are creepy. No, but like, it's the thing that you know, it, it's it's inbuilt into us. Our bodies. Some people still have it that your body's like, what is that? Nope, nope stay away from that. Yep. That's got bad stuff in it. No, no, no. You know, yeah. and other so people acknowledge just, that we've graduated out of the food chain. Um, there's no reason to fear oh, some of the things that we. Okay, okay so you want to get in a you uh, want to get an attack look, with an anaconda? See what happens when. So. Shadar Kai yeah. no, uh, is another cool yes, thing. Really yeah. Their ability, <laughs> Blessing of the Raven Queen, yes. uh, they can now use it <laughs> way more often. Uh, essentially, it's similar to like a phase step thing that elves got where it's like, oh, you get Misty Step for free. But now you can use it a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus. And here's where Blessing of the Raven Queen is way better. Whenever you use it, you gain all re- you gain resistance to all damage until the start of your next turn. <laughs> Uh, Disgusting. So Shadar Kai are like the uh, Shadar Kai are the like Raven Queen kind of death elves that like live in the Shadowfell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, yeah, whenever you use Blessing of the Raven Queen, you well, first of all, Blessing of the Raven Queen already did that, but you could only do it, I think, once per short or long rest or once per long rest mm-hmm. or something. Now you can use it a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus. What? It's so okay. good. really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, that's one of the ones that I'm like, bro. I gotta play yeah. this now. Granted, it's only until the start mm. of your next turn, so it's not like you're unstoppable. Yeah. Still, you can use pretty, it a couple of that's times. That's still pretty good. <laughs> it's a very it's a good, very ability. good ability. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. You see that dragon rearing up? You're like, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm going to teleport. Yes. And I. Uh, this is. I'm not even going to go into detail about it, but Aladrin there face step ability they can actually i believe touch somebody else and let them teleport with like the spring Whoa. one i think it's the spring one lets you touch somebody else and they can teleport Decent. that's like a new thing that aladrin Decent. get but like look there's so many cool things yes. 
for almost every race. It is worth mentioning because they have removed all size, like re- they have removed, excuse me, specific prescribed sizes mm. for races. Mm. So there is no longer like uh, Goliaths are normally between S- seven X, to yeah. eight feet. Now it's just they're medium and they're descended from giants. So you could yeah. theoretically oh, have boy. like a five foot tall Goliath and have it not be like, sure, maybe they're mostly tall in your world. But now technically the game itself is no longer telling you that they're all yep. tall. So theoretically, all Goliaths could be five mm-hmm. feet. And that's not weird yep. according to the rules. Yeah, I like that. I like, that. and I think it also probably makes it a little less weird mm. to try and, if you wanted to do, you know, uh, uh, some mixed lineage characters. I feel like it's probably a little less weird, and uh, like, I feel like you could, like, for instance, I feel like Janasi is like easily one that I think you could flavor to be, you know, uh, like, a, like have a sub race, you know, like have a like a, you know, uh, like you could resemble a goblin but be a Janasi. Do you know what I mean? Have different colored skin or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, just really quickly before we move on to something else, I just wanted to point out as well. Uh, can we just check out the Minotaur art as well? Uh, look at this yeah, sweet little cow, yeah. little cow man. Uh, <laughs> so different. Is, is, have you guys seen the original Minotaur yeah, yeah, yeah. by contrast? It's like, it's like the yeah. the most roided yeah. out fury, <laughs> furious thing. Monster. And now it's like some uh, was it the three musketeers looking dude <laughs> who is just like a nice cow, like a nice big cow. <laughs> just a say, nice like, friendly oh, cow. Do you remember the the Disney film that that was just about the cows? It's like Holy yes. Range or something. Like yes, he's got a ponytail. <laughs> he's got, got a, a ponytail. Po- I'm not gonna lie. Oh. It's kind of like Cow Matt Mercer. Like the the long hair, like it's kind of cow, Matt Mercer. Matt Murkow. Matt Murkow. Okay, I'm gonna message Matt and be like, "Hey, look, if you want to do a little cosplay as this particular Minotaur, I think that would slap hard." So, you know, just saying. Uh, Jeremy, mm-hmm. before we wrap up, there was. Uh, did you want to throw out some things about monsters as well? I believe there's some. Is there some changes to some monsters? Oh stuff yeah, that we should. The the spell casting and I have, I have actually not looked into this quite as much. I just know that it happened. The spell casting trait got changed. So uh, I believe I'll take a look at the Alhoon for example. Uh, Alhoon is I think a mind flayer who also has spells. Uh, like spe- well, it's a mind flayer mage essentially. Um, so yes, I think their spell casting feature has changed. I'm going to look up what the original Alhoon was for comparison. Oh my god, the Alhoon art is like it's like terrifying because of those tenties, but also I love the the robes he's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> what? You, and he you looks never so heard studious, about these tenties? Right? So tenties. He does. Yeah. With those tenties. <laughs> just draw that those in tenties. like yeah. just, just looking at these tenties. <laughs> I honestly commend Liv's ability to make anything cute. Like we're talking about you want we are tenties. talking about like multiple tentacles <laughs> hanging it. off the face of a truly <laughs> horrific brain-eating monster and she's managed to make it incredibly uh-huh. cute. <laughs> He's just a little guy with some tenties and reading his book. It's fine. Reading about it. probably some sort of Necronomicon type book. Like this ain't this yeah. isn't Winnie the Pooh. Is it made out you know of skin? I mean? Maybe He's not reading some chill. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh yeah, they're liches. I just forgot. Alhoons are mind flare liches. Oh good. I forgot. Oh, good. How they were. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's okay, fine. good. So the original, yeah. the original. I'll read you the language of the original uh, spellcasting feature. Mm-hmm. It said spellcasting. The Alhoon is a twelfth level spellcaster. Its spellcasting ability is intelligence. Spell saves DC sixteen plus eight to hit with spell attacks. And then it has the Alhoon has the following wizard spells prepared. And then it lists the spells and shows you how many slots it has for each one. Uh, I will instead now what it's this is what the spellcasting feature says spellcasting the Alhoon casts one of the following spells requiring no material components and using intelligence as the spellcasting ability then it can ca- has a list of spells it can cast at will and then a spell a list of spells mm-hmm. it can cast one day each so instead of having first second third fourth fifth and sixth level spells and a certain the corresponding number of slots is what it used to have now it just has a shorter list of spells it's been simplified uh that like oh it can cast dancing likes detect magic detect, detect thoughts disguise self mage hand prestidigitation all at will and then once per day it can cast dominate monster globe of invulnerability invisibility modify memory and plane shift on itself only and wall of force mm. So that's, that's going to make them so much. Yeah, easier that's so like, much easier. That's so much yes. easier. Because I, yeah. I, I, like, I will be honest. I've actively avoided for a long time playing like things with spells. Just some like it's just like when yeah, you're running like yeah. multiple like enemies plus all the party plus environmental effects, etc. Like figuring out spells at the mm-hmm. best of times is kind of complicated. Like I feel like there's a good thing about like, when you're as a player and you've got like. 20 minutes during a turn whilst everyone else is going and you're the wizard at the end of the initiative order being like ah because then it changes constantly and things will work that don't work and so yeah yeah, i think this makes makes life a lot simpler but it's been given additional abilities basically to make up for the fact that it has fewer total spells uh it's not able to none of these are damage well very few of these are damage spells uh, so it now has multi-attack. So it has an ability called Arcane Bolt, uh, which does 8d6 force damage to a single target. Oh. Uh, it has Chilling Grasp, replacing Chill Touch. Because it used to have Chill Touch. Uh, what is Arcane Bolt replacing? Uh, maybe Lightning Bolt, probably, because it used to have Lightning Bolt. Um now it can do in, uh, Arcane Bolt. It still has Mind Blast, which it had before. Now it has Negate Spell, which it didn't have before. Basically, it's mm. a counter spell, but you cannot yeah. counter spell its Negate Spell ability because it's, it's not spell. a spell. It's, it's just ability. ability. Yeah. Uh, so this is where oh, some people are like, guy. oh, this has gotten slightly more complicated for players because do does the Mind Flayers, but does the Alhoon spell casting count as, I mean, it does say it casts one of the following mm-hmm. spells, so I would count that yeah. as if it was trying to do Dominate Monster, but that also means you cannot counterspell Chilling Grasp, Arcane Bolt, yeah. or Negate Spell. So, no. uh, yeah. I'm sure I'd have to look to see what other monsters have spells, but that's that would be an example, and I believe that is the new standard yeah. now. They have simplified, yeah. uh, yes, okay, here's one, the green Abishai, same thing. It has some spells at will, some that are three day each, and some that are one a day each. Yeah, and I think also... So it's ma- basically, yeah. like you guys said, it made it way yeah, easier Yeah, I think use. it makes it way easier to use from the DM's perspective, mm-hmm. taking out all of the... Con- like, having, like, this gate spell as a reaction as opposed to counter spell. It's like, mm-hmm. it's a shortened text, it's right there, it's exactly what it does on the tin, and it doesn't do anything else. Do you know what I mean? So, like, but the thing is, the, the upside yeah. of this is that 
they don't have counterspell, which means they can't upcast it, right? So it's only third level or lower that it can stop. So there's the upside for the players. Mm. But it means me as a DM, I can look and be like, oh, sweet. I know exactly what that is. That's in my back pocket. I can just use that. I don't have to like... That's a valid that's a valid contrast because the other one is like they can't counterspell it, but but the Alhoon can't upcast. upcast. Exactly. And I think that's exactly the same with with the way that it lays out spell casting now is it's not because that was one of the things I used to find confusing is I'd sit there and look at a thing and be like, oh, but they could technically upcast that at like sixth level and do more damage. And it's just like it just gets hella confusing. And so I much prefer this way. And plus also I just think it makes it more I think it makes it more entertaining this way. Like having like the chilling grasp, mm-hmm. just being like the fact that their hands are just icy as hell, and it's not like some. I think it's just much more uh, entertaining as like a monster. Well, a I creature. think it's still. I think it. I think a hand still appears. Like I don't think it has. I don't think it's a range of touch. Uh, oh, the, oh no! Yeah, it's five feet. They don't come it's up behind you and give you a like a. Oh no! It is. You're right. It is. It's just got a really cold hand. You're right. You're 100 percent correct. I love yeah. that. That's, that's what, what I mean. It's a creepy I, cold I, hand. Like, yeah, ice cold massage. I think that's, uh, more fun for me as a DM, and I think more fun for the players because also we we love a good a well timed counter spell is dope, but like the, a counter spell oh, so should be like one of those moments where it's like someone's about to get like uh, uh, banished or fireballed or you know what I mean like something truly huge. When it when, mm-hmm. when you're sat there and you're like you what wheel out a, a bad guy like this and everything you do is just getting counter spelled, it's bo- It's just boring. Like it's boring for everyone. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's not entertaining yeah. if everyone's just getting. It is a nerf. It is a nerf to the spell. I think we can agree that it is a nerf overall to the counter spell. Yes. spell. Not like a horrible no. nerf, but it has been deep. Th- uh, yeah, I agree. But I, I'm compared to what I'm it here was. for it. I personally am here for it. Um, the Wark's Druid is a fun one because that one basically it's been it's it's the same thing where like oh it used to have a spell I forget what spell I had but now it can do wildfire. Which is just, it just has a range of 120 feet, blast a target with 66 plus 5 fire yeah. damage, and blind them until the start of the druid's next turn. Uh, now its staff does 66 poison damage in addition to the 1d6 plus 2 bludgeoning, and then it just has a set of spells that it can use. <laughs> yeah. But what's really interesting is they seem to be moving away from damage, from giving damaging spells yeah. uh, to creatures, and instead giving mm-hmm. them like debuff or control spells and then just giving them damage abilities yes. well i think that's part of the reason because they if you look at the multi-attack for a lot of these now i've just been scrolling through looking a lot of the multi-attacks now it's saying you can replace one of the attacks with us uh, with the use of a, like your spell casting so basically mm-hmm. meaning that oh. like i guess because they're oh, not damage spells it, re- this is going to massively increase the action economy of a lot of spellcasting monsters because before if you were a spellcasting monster you could either do a spell or some damage whereas now i think this arc druid mm-hmm. can actually hold his own a little bit or hold their own a little bit in a party of like three or four people do you know what i mean whereas before yeah, yeah i think there were some monsters that could do that but it, yeah i think it's been expanded. it's definitely it definitely feels like it's been expanded but it doesn't it doesn't feel broken because they've taken away a lot of those damage based spells which again i think it makes it simpler for dms because if, if me as a dm i look at all of those spells i know exactly what they're, they all do like I, it's not like a oh right where are my eight d eights or my ten d tens or my do you know what I mean? It's like oh okay cool fairy fire boom I'm gonna give myself advantage okay dope uh, what else tree stride okay I can teleport across the battlefield mm-hmm. and then I can do my attacks like they're like much I think it's just much easier in terms of like the way that DMs 
play the game to be like oh they're almost giving themselves mm-hmm. utility spells rather than just straight up like because some monsters definitely used to have just like hundreds of just ridiculous damage spells and you're like well i spend four hours trying to work out what's the best action economy or damage or whatever for this monster to yeah, use because yeah and you'd have to study yeah, the spells ahead of time it's tough it's you have to you'd have to know them before ahead of time to really utilize them properly whereas i feel like this way i could look at this mm-hmm. arc druid right now and i could run that I could absolutely run the Arc Druid yeah. pretty effectively yeah. right now. Do it. Do it now. Uh, cool. <laughs> the Bard, same thing. The Bard monster, uh, which exists. Uh, like, you could be like, oh, I need a Bard stat block. Uh, they now, only their their spells casting has been drastically simplified. And now it has been replaced. Some of their abilities have been replaced. They have an ability called Cacophony, where every creature in a 15-foot cube Ooh. originating from the Bard has to make a DC 12 con save or take 2d8 thunder damage. So basically, I think Thunder Wave. Mm. Uh, or whatever much, it was. Yeah. Uh, but now that is just an ability that recharges on a four through six. And then they have a bonus action, mm. Taunt. So basically they have a uh, um, kind of a vicious mockery situation, mm. except slightly better. It's, it doesn't do damage, but it gives you disadvantage on ability checks, attack rolls, and saving throws. And they could do that twice per day. So, mm. I, yeah, okay. I think that these changes yeah. are cool. Uh, I do, I feel bad for players because it, it, at least for me, I'm like, I loved being able to be like, ha ha! counter spell uh and now that's that's no longer an option for a lot of the best things mm. although hey folks mm-hmm. the, the beer hag still has cone of cold so you can still counter spell oh, that god i Screw think cone of cold. the thing is i think ultimately <laughs> players have all they have all the tools they have so many of the fun tools the way i look at this is just like this is a way that makes it easier for me as a dm to run more entertaining combats because i can throw in more monsters and feel comfortable just going straight into them as opposed to what normally happens where i kind of go like ah, I'm, I, i've got a, like i didn't anticipate this encounter coming up i'm just going to go with a monster that i kind of know do you know what i mean i yeah, feel totally. Like I'd be, I'd be comfortable like flipping through like this book and being yeah. Like, or like, yeah, say cool. they get cool. attacked cool. by like it something uh, uh, like some people, like some random humies on the street. I'd be like, oh, I can make one of them a bard. Humies, yeah. <laughs> some random humies. <laughs> yeah, you talk about me and my tenties, and then you I come look, out with I humies. Was, that sounds like a slur. <laughs> I'm with it with the tenties. <laughs> oh, you little humies. Little humies. Like, <laughs> some dragonborn thing. <laughs> look at the little humies. Come the cubs up. They die in a uh, look, 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 look at these humies. <laughs> they look like a nice snack. <laughs> <laughs> The Hotep elves come back. <laughs> these, hey, check out these, these humi devils. Humi, look at these humis. <laughs> these humi devils. Oh man, that's funny. Um, but yeah, uh, any mm. any closing thoughts uh, on uh, this uh, on this uh, monsters of the multiverse? Um, what do you humis think? <laughs> yeah. I have to make a hotel elf. <laughs> yeah, so I'll keep a hotel I think we've got to make a. There's... I think we've got to make a trio of hotel elves. Honestly, <laughs> oh, oh, like in, in in a in a future like city of the black rose yeah. season, we encounter like a bunch of hotel elves. Uh, uh, Liv, Liv, <laughs> Liv, you can. Uh, well, one of us, can, one of us can be uh, called Buzz Lightskin. The other one could be called Vishon, and the other one can be called maybe, maybe I can go for I can call it be called a Wonder or something. Wagwan me Wonder. Yeah. Is my name. <laughs> Wagwan me one day. My name. Yeah, I would do anything. But you can call me Wag. Wagwan me one Definitely do not. Oh my god, no. Whoa, wild. Do definitely not. Oh no. 
Oh, I no. just said Definitely that. don't wow. do that. Lordy. That's so <laughs> wild. That's... That, you yeah, you call me Guan. Guan, definitely Guan. Guan Sing. I'm just imagining the scene. Guan, huh? Why don't they call you Whoa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Keep my name out of your city now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, on that note, no. uh, we need to end this episode before I say anything else. Wild. Wild. I said that with my chest and everything. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like, here's the thing. You can like shorten things into tenties and humies, but it then eventually gets it all gets a little bit, bit, yeah. bit skewy. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. So, if you've enjoyed, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode of Three Black Halflings. Uh, we, we hope. hope. And you haven't yeah, been please. deeply offended by something uh, that I've said at some point during this episode. Um, <laughs> the final episode of Three Black Halflings. I know, I have. I Halflings. haven't. <laughs> uh, uh, if you've enjoyed this, uh, you can find all three of us on the Tinterwebs. Uh, Jeremy, where can people find you? They can find me on Twitter. At Jeremy Cobb one, that's Cobb with two B's and the number one. And actually, a, a little shout out: uh, go, you can find both Jasper and I on uh, No Small Roles Adventure, uh, the so series, the mini series, the yes, uh, the I think it's the Further Adventures of Dwayne Fabulosa. Uh, our friends from No Small <gasps> nice. Roles. Um, we, I, I, I don't know if we've had them on the main feed yet, but I've done kickbacks with multiple members of the the team. Uh, guest on their show a couple of times. Uh, also, uh, Grace from that show was in Outlaws and Obelisks Slowdown Showdown. Uh, but yeah, great show. Uh, go, go check yeah. them out. And Jasper, Jasper joins for the first couple of yeah, episodes. Yeah, that was yeah. so much fun. Oh man, that yeah, that was it that really was an absolute was. blast. Uh, Liv, where can people find you on the interwebs? And do you have anything that you? would like to plug i in fact actually Ooh. do have something i want to plug on your behalf ah. if you don't so be ready oh what is okay oh i'm i'm scared about it but all right yeah no cool. I, um you can find me on twitter at does dark magic um you can also find me uh, on youtube.com forward slash dicebreaker where i make videos and they're sometimes D related and um sometimes not so yeah check that out if you want to well i want to plug uh f for live uh i would like to uh plug lives uh, <laughs> Liv made a video uh, that's on youtube right now uh called can we survive on D dungeons and dragons rations uh for a day and yeah. it is so yeah. funny it is a genuinely hilarious <laughs> video uh i was Thank absolutely you. cackling there is a clip on the twitter with the crone uh, well, one of the mm -hmm. uh, one of your colleagues from the, <gasps> the from, crone from Dicebreaker was dressed up as yeah. a crone, and seeing Liv's face at the beginning, yeah. it is the blackest I've seen Liv ever because because uh, <laughs> your white colleague walks in confidently, <laughs> and the second that Liv sees that something is up, Liv is like, nope, mm -mm, mm -mm. and then and then Liv gets it's a part of the joke. Always like be then prepared. Liv gets part of the joke. It's like okay, yeah, I'm playing along. But if you watch the start of that video, Liv is like, hell no, nah. not today. Like you were ready to push your I'm, white colleague you know in the way. No, no, <laughs> like no. you were ready to. You were ready to like, go. Oh, so just run out of the room. Like I would like to. I'm, I would like to say thank you because guess what? Oh, I was nice. Okay, good it's acting. It's my acting prowess. Great acting. <laughs> thank great you acting. So yeah. Uh, uh, if y'all aren't Thank watching so Dicebreaker videos, you are sleeping yeah. on Liv's incredible video talents. Yeah. Uh, Liv, I've watched a bunch yeah. of I've watched a bunch of the videos that you made uh, over at Dicebreaker, yeah. and oh, they're great quality. They're so great. 
Oh, thank you so much. We've got one. I've got one coming out uh, this weekend that is about um, D and D and the Satanic Panic Ooh. and and like how oh, yeah. like okay. it all came about. And it's very true crime, okay. and I'm very excited about it. Um, Does it have like a making the murderer yeah. style opening? I'm, it, maybe it will. <laughs> I haven't finished the opening yet. <laughs> oh, um, you should, but, you um, totally throw well, in like some like true crime Ooh. series opening. Like, <laughs> anyway. Love that. if you need a, if you need like somebody to appear blacked out as like a talking head in the video let me know uh oh, like oh my god change. that would be so, so funny. funny just get a bunch of like uh, just you two just like that both blacked out like yeah so what, funny. That what? Would be so funny. identity also, yeah identity out. and voice oh. change to protect like Oh, I'll do. I'll do my impression of the Zoom lady. It wasn't fair at all. I'll do my. There you go. You wouldn't know it sounds like somebody who should be at Outlaws and Obelisks. Like you walk up to the shopkeep, he turns out. I don't know why that holds out his hand. So funny to me. I give him hope. You can find me on the Tinterwebs this is why we could never end an episode um, <laughs> stop smacking your lips Jeremy <laughs> we have two high diff mics for no. this now it's too good for this now honestly these mics are too good for us we're, we're not worthy of these things <laughs> our shenanigans should not be in such high definition Mikes, please break up with us. You're too good for us. Liv, not you. I'm calling you out. I'm not no, going to let you what? make everyone think that that was Jeremy. Because that's that's what you were trying. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking about. Chaos. Yeah, that, that was... Sounds almost like Porky Pig. Just a whole family of people. <laughs> they lived out in the woods for a long time. Oh, they, look, time was kind of screwy, so their audio is just scrambled. <laughs> so they're speaking actual words, but the audio just gets horribly scrambled. Uh, this stately, you know this stately uh, person walks up. Do you know, up, what, like, do you know what that is? That's all. That's the three black halflings hmm. version of the Star Wars Christmas special, where there is no subtitles <laughs> and we're just on whole scenes of people just yeah. talking in a language that no one could feasibly <laughs> comprehend. <laughs> we're typing to each other, so we, we know, know what, what each yeah, other yeah. is oh, saying. I hundred percent yeah, think that George Lucas understood what those Wookies were saying. It's so wild. Anyway, you can find me at yeah. JW underscore Cartwright. I think we tried to end this episode about half an hour ago. So if you're still here, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. You've won the prize of hearing the outro music. <laughs> uh, find us uh, on the show at three. This is the best part. You got to stay. Is, this, this is why you listen to the show. Exactly. It's to get to that music. Uh, you can find the show at the number three black halflings on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And I think we're kind of on Facebook apparently. Uh, and uh, you can also find us on patreon which is patreon.com forward slash tv halflings my word that is it thank you so much so long shy folk so long shy folk